Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast for the week of May 29th. It is Bradfest weekend. Woo! I guess I'm going to credit for knowing the date. <laughs> you edited yeah. out me reminding you of the date. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks right, for bringing Glenn, it up. Glenn, when you're on the podcast, the entire show is about you humiliating me. Can you just give me this uh... one? <laughs> okay, go, sorry. Go ahead with the intro. Are we starting over again? <laughs> No, it's we're Memorial not starting Day over weekend. again. It is Memorial, Memorial Day, Day weekend. weekend. I guess that's more important. But here in Wisconsin, in Madison, it is time for it is the the weekend of the world's greatest, biggest brat fest, which Michael is a t shirt. Yep, it's bigger than E three. <laughs> yes, I do. It's awesome. Bratfest.com If you want to hear about what I get to do this weekend, just lots of brats. Lots. Of, I, lots of I brats. will. Um... It is bigger than E three. There's more people who go. Is it literally yep. a sausage fest? <laughs> it is quite literally a sausage fest. I would rather know if you see hot women eating the sausage. I actually, I have a special, I have a special guest on in honor of Bratfest, and I, I want to give him the mic right now. So let's. Yeah, just, this should be just good. talk that. No, that end. Is, no, is no the take cat? the sausage out of your mouth. Uh, oh, how, how do, oh, hello, hi. I, I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I'm here to officially promote Bratfest Weekend on the RP Sausage RPE cast. Okay, RPG cast. Thank you for being here and listening, and uh, I and I encourage you to go out and eat the sausage. I've been out there earlier today. I ate 743 sausage, and then two two small children who got in my way. But it is okay. <laughs> the parents didn't like them anyway. <clears throat> and then there was an explosion, and I had to evacuate everyone and get them all to the chopper. And then we got away, and the, there was I, I blew it up. But I also rebuilt it afterwards because I'm just that I'm that I'm that damn good. I need to go and get back to my state of California, and I will be back later. Um, have a sausage and goodbye, everybody. Here you are for the the little puny man who does a show. Bye. Uh, I thank love you. McBain. Bye, Arnold. Happy <laughs> Memorial you, Day. Thank you, Arnold. <laughs> I've been told I'm better than Jay Leno. At, what, really, Seven? <laughs> it's not yeah, that you compliment you where people Leno. don't see it, where people can't hear it. <laughs> I you <know>? see. You <laughs> compliment me in the chat room that I'm better than Jay Leno at doing Arnold. I totally stole it from Conan O'Brien. That's right. That's right. Because <laughs> anyway. Conan O'Brien made Arnold? No, yeah. he, he, he attached Arnold to always eating a sausage at the end of the impressive. Okay. That that was his big contribution oh, to the Arnold way. impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's what I'm doing this weekend. Anything else cool happening anywhere else? Anyone doing anything exciting for Memorial Day? No, I'm relaxing before I go insane. Before you go insane, is that your is that your plan? Yes, I, it's going to be a very bad two weeks at work. I see. Because <laughs> this is I my mean- first time to be on this side of the industry waiting for E3 instead of just going, why does nobody <gasps> say anything during E3? Or, you know, up to E3. Now I'm like, oh, now I see why. Because they're busy. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> Two weeks until E3, right? Until everyone's yep. here in Los Angeles, the party starts. <laughs> the party starts. Yeah, I've, uh, when did, all the E3 pre-events happened a week ago, right? Something uh, like yeah. Yeah, so that's, all, that's out of the way. Now everyone's buckling down to get their demos finished. We've still got a ton of news in the show today, so uh, why don't we hit up our feedback? And uh, Oh, wait. Did we introduce everybody? Oh no, we no. didn't. <laughs> no, we, all we did we was introduced, Arnold. We introduced Donald. Like, What's everyone doing this weekend? And he only let Mike answer, and he's like, "That's the only man I care about." Well, nobody oh, else. Oh. Nobody else said anything. <laughs> nobody else said anything. Don't give me that. Why are you doing something awesome? Seventh Circle, Glenn Wilson. This weekend? Yeah. No. 
No, <laughs> no, not. But I work from I work from home again next week, so it really it's like a two and a half week weekend. Well, I'm glad I, I gave you the chance to Starcraft, say that. Starcraft, Starcraft, Starcraft. Is that what you're doing, uh, Emmanuel Marino? Why? No, I am not. I haven't booted up Starcraft <laughs> in a in about a week. You guys only have a week left till the beta stops, so. Uh, so get on. I'm that. playing Red Dead Redemption instead. Red Dead. That's what I've been playing too, but we'll talk about that later. Um, we've I also see, got... you're my friend. I yeah. see when you're playing it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but you're lame, man. You only have silver. You can't play with us. <laughs> I I have a gold card. I just haven't put the key in yet. Hmm. Come on, man. We got to go posse up. Wait, are you two seriously running around posseing up in Red well, Dead Redemption? We, we, we spent like one hours. night doing that, yeah. I've, I don't think I've seen you online, Manny. I don't think we've been online at the same time. I don't time. think he's been on since then. That I've they ruined seen. the game for him, or it was just know. so Most awesome, those, nothing else can live up I to think, I think it's the latter, The racist yeah. got to me. I got the called racist? an F-word way too many times. <laughs> They're racist. <laughs> the F-word isn't racist. Sex Unless you think racist. only white people say it. That, yeah. that might be the racist part. It's a white person oh. word. And one more guy on our show this week, and I think he's already started his weekend. Is that right, Phil Willis? <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> he's already said I'm sitting here relaxing. Got my rum. It's gonna be a good weekend. It's gonna be a good day. All right. Someone rubbing your belly while you're talking. (laughs) It's what it sounds like, isn't it? Oh yeah, I got my rum beneath Sankaku. Yeah, Yeah, it's my good (laughs) friend. That that website. (laughs) Don't go there. Uh, Not safe for work or other consumption. Not safe for anyone. And finally, I'm your host, Chris Privetier. Thanks for listening. Earlier was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Maybe. And, did I uh, get introduced? I don't know. Michael Tidwell? Yeah. And that's you. That's me. I don't Just, know if I actually got introduced. I know, I know you forget your name sometimes, so that's, that should cover it. it now, so I think we can start with our remember. feedback. No? All right. It's so hard to remember your name, really? Yes. All right. It's spelled kind of interesting. That's right. I could see not knowing how to spell it. See, I know how to spell, I have to spell my name to people, too, but I've gotten really good at it. Yeah, but it's great because I'll write people emails and they'll reply and they'll still get it wrong. And I'm like, do you not read? That happens to me too, especially Indians. When I send offshore emails and like my name is spelled correctly, they'll reply to me and spell it wrong 100% of the time. I don't know why that is. Like how can you, you – can, it's like right there in front of your and face. They, I mean, these guys' names are crazy. It's like, you know, blah, 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 and I spell their names right and they can't spell right. Glenn. Just, <laughs> I make fun of them for it endlessly. How can they just do it with one N? Yeah, they spell it with one N. Oh, that's fine. If I can that's spell reasonable. your eight-syllable name correctly, you should be able to spell my one-syllable name correctly. And just because it's in a different color because I copied and pasted it from your two address means nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's right. right. <laughs> Shh. They haven't figured that part out yet. They're a few years behind us <laughs> in the tech space. Okay, good. Well, I do know how to spell the names of the people who wrote into the show this week. So let me start off with the first one. Jack Fox, whose, whose name I think is more interesting than his handle, Badgerlord, uh, wrote in again. And he said, hello, RPG cast. This week I have a question about music. Well, two questions. One, what is your favorite type of music to listen to in general? And two, what video game has your absolute favorite soundtrack? He says that himself, he listens to techno and trance, especially while playing Monster Hunter Tri for hours at a time. And as far as favorite video game soundtrack, as much as he hates to admit it, and as much as the game itself makes him want to drown himself in a river rather than playing it ever again, Cross Edge has some of the best music he's ever heard in a game. It was the game's best quality besides the printies, dude. Have a great RPG cast. Well, thank you, Jack. 
That's good. I like Jack even speaks in badger analogies, like his way of killing himself, drown himself in a river, like yeah. a badger. Yeah. You know, badgers can't use guns. <laughs> that is that is true. But Jack Get a mental Fox image can. of a badger lord listening to headphones yeah. bop into trance. No, no. But Jack Fox, who I, I imagine as like the, the nouveau Jack Bauer since, you know, he got canceled. Well, this guy isn't canceled and he, he would use guns and he'd like blow up badgers with hot air balloons or something. I don't know. I'm picturing a cross between Jack Bauer and uh, Star Fox. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Do a barrel roll. If, if, if Star Fox were a badger. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> However that works. That is important. Yes. Okay. You want to answer his questions? Yeah. No. <laughs> Michael, favorite type of music? Uh, lately. Yes. Metal. Metal. Just the metal. I was does that mean? Does that mean that Brutal Legend has your favorite game soundtrack? If I had Brutal Legend, probably would. <laughs> what you couldn't but, get a free copy? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, um, I didn't ask for one. That would make it hard. For the most part, it's pretty much um, that's what I found on Pandora. So I've been listening to a lot of that. Um, yeah, that's all right. Next, <laughs> don't <laughs> well, your favorite music in a video game. You, you can't just be like Brutal Legend. Oh, in a video game, game? favorite game soundtrack. Uh, There's only two questions. You can't not notice <laughs> one of them. I tried. Yeah, he, I, he did try. I did try. It's Goodness. difficult for me to pick game music because I typically just use it to be something in the background when I'm trying to work on something. So it's not necessarily what I'm trying to listen to as much as I find the least distracting. Are you going to answer? Yeah. <laughs> Can you give no. an answer? Is it Kingdom Hearts? Is it Final Fantasy? God, no. It's Is not it Xenogears? Um, how about Cross Super Edge. Mario Brothers, the first one? You could just say Cross Edge. Yeah, Cross Edge. <laughs> I guess I cross it. Final Fantasy die. Tactics. <laughs> oh, my art. All right. It, it would be mostly Sakamoto's work. So we'll go with Tactics 12, things like that. All right. Good. How about you, Seventh? I don't listen. Uh, favorite. I don't have a favorite type of music. It's not a. Co- I hate country and really like extreme versions of music I don't like. So like I'm okay with rap, but really hard. What's a not racist way to put this? Gangster really rap? extreme rap I don't like as much. And same with well, metal. Like I like prog- some metal, but the harder the metal is, the less I'm going to like it. So I guess I like stuff more toward the middle, except country. Lady Gaga? Is it, isn't like completely in the middle something like Kenny G? Oh, God. No, that's an extreme. You just said that you're like, ah, like, the pain. <laughs> it's like I like classical music. I like Beethoven. And Kenny G is a horrible extreme of classical music, of instrumentals. Does that work? I don't know that I agree, but all right. <laughs> I agree. But are you a Kenny I, I, G fan? No, I'm saying that Kenny G is completely mild, so it's not towards an extreme. Right. No, my and mother it's not lists, mild towards, it's not extreme in any direction, so it's like, completely the fact, in the like, middle. <laughs> it completely bores me to death. Exactly. Uh, hey, Kenny yeah. G is its own genre. That's easy. It's, it's its own genre. Huh. Easy listening. You it don't is, like extreme is, easy listening like Kenny G. <laughs> so it's the extreme easy listening. Of Muzak is what you're telling me. Yeah. I just like the idea of him being <laughs> extreme easy listening. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair extreme enough. Easy. He's the end of a continuum. Apparently. Does that work better than yeah, No, that's extreme. fine. No, no, he's extreme easy listening. All right. 
Kenny uh, <laughs> G's the Omega. <laughs> what is what's your favorite game soundtrack? So I was like, lately I've been listening to Trance and Disturbed when I work. That's kind of been the two things I've been listening to. But okay. my car is mostly Johnny Cash and Beatles. But neither so of those are games. What what video game has yeah, your favorite? Yeah, come on, Mister. Soundtrack. You can't skip the question. <laughs> I I like Final Fantasy VI's soundtrack. A All lot. right, good answer. All right, uh, Phil. Uh, with all due respect, Mr. Fox needs to go back from the hole where he came out of because anybody who says anything nice about that evil, demonic <laughs> game just doesn't deserve to be above ground. So I'm sorry. Well, what was wrong with the music? Right. It's not so, my favorite. So but it Phil abstains on philosophical objections. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about his comment about Cross It. Oh, ow, I just said it again. Oh, my neck. <laughs> Does it make you want to drown yourself in a river? Oh my gosh, I need more rum. Anyway, my favorite type of music to listen to in general, um, I listen to uh, I listen to a lot of uh, modern Christian music, which goes all the way from country to rap and rock and anything in between. To me, the words in the music is extremely important, and I can I can get much more into a song if if I believe in the, the in what the the message it's it's bringing to the table so uh, that normally I'm not a big like seventh I'm not a big fan of country or anything like that but if the if if the wording brings something to the table that I believe in I tend to be a little bit more open on the other hand um, I do also listen to a lot of music that isn't particularly Christian I listen to a lot of uh, and when I do that I usually listen to a lot of pop um, and, and I usually like stuff that's from the 80s so um, I'm listening lately, Billy Joel, Michael Jackson, all those wonderful old 80s music that us old people like to listen so to. Your so your preference for music is so uh, focused on the lyrics that you don't really care about the music in the background at all? Not not as much. I mean, if it's terrible, if it's uh, if it's if it's something that's just totally grating on my nerves, then yeah, I'm like metal. It, if it's like it metal. Pass. Yeah, I'm not striper. too much. Metal. Yeah, Christian yeah, metal striper. It. Yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's not that it's bad. It's just if it's grating on my nerves, especially if it's so grating, I can't even understand what the hell they're saying. Then you know, yeah, I'm gonna what, give it. What if the word well, Jesus is very clear? Yeah, every few I can't words, understand what the hell the Christian preacher. artist is saying. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, love you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, Petra. Wait, 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 Petra's wait, wait. That is not how it works. Yeah, Petra. There you if, go. But they're not really hard to, metal. Well, if you listen to some of their more modern stuff that they came out with yeah. uh, around, I want to say it was '97 to 2002, give or take. They came out with some stuff that was a little bit harder than normal and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I like to listen to Toby Mac. He does some rap, uh, but his lyrics are all understandable. Occasionally, I have to look up a lyric sheet because there's a you know a they couple need lines to reunite that, that band. But, yeah, there. So, but if it's yeah, if it's much harder than that, it, it becomes hard to understand the words, or the music's just so grating that I don't really care what the words are. Then yeah, but I if, will say if, if it's Christian. Would you listen to Kenny G if every now and then he said the word Jesus while he was doing his easy listening extreme? Well, he First said all, he unless the music talk. was so bad, then yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I also don't care much for the really drawn out, you know, like the gospel stuff. We're like. And oh, I like, see. You don't like it when it gets ethnic. Not an Andre right. Crouch fan. Oh. 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 You don't like when it gets yeah. ethnic. <laughs> oh no! You know what they do it in? Uh, they do it. You can ask uh, my wife. Uh, they they do it in uh, no matter what denomination ethnic? you go to. Ethnic. Your wife. I'm messing with you, man. Come on. Actually, my wife is Asian, so There's I don't good know if that. Yeah. yeah, but we all know you have, you have the senkaku fetish. Yeah. Senkaku so. Fetish. <laughs> I'm going to go to this site. 
How you no, when they take, don't. When they, take uh, when they take Amazing Grace in that one word takes like 15 seconds to get out. Right. It's, we just brought up Senkaku in the context of a Christian discussion. <laughs> it's time to move on. Um, so <laughs> you're not a big fan of the Star Spangled Banner either, What is your either, favorite then? video game soundtrack, Phil? Please. I still... I still like uh, I still like uh, Final Fantasy VI. Okay. So I love the end. Yeah. Self five five. There you go. Emmanuel um, Marino. I, I love. I love the. In fact, I was just listening to it again to this week. But I love it when they do that ending where they wrap up everyone's theme and it just kind of goes on into like a ten minute ten minute song. But they're going it's through ten different twenty themes. minutes. Yeah. I listen yeah, to that ten. during sex. It's so great. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh. I know this is going to be like a cop-out answer, but I like the Grand Theft Auto soundtrack because I feel like they really encapsulate like a sp- specific era in time. Like their uh, 90s soundtrack for San Andreas felt like sort of like the greatest hits of the 90s or the Vice City soundtrack sort of captured those, the big hits of the 80s. Uh-huh. So yeah, oh, so nice usually really- the Grand Theft Auto. It's kind of shaping out, but yeah. Lame, lame as it sounds, that was my favorite part of the Grand Theft Auto game. I played Vice City, and I would just drive. It's really lame, but I'm a loser. I would just drive around and listen to the radio. I really liked it. Yep. I guess I like I a to, guitar. That was good. That was good. I used to flip through the stations trying to catch uh, Video Killed the Radio Star. That was like my favorite song they played in the game, and I would just cycle through and catch it and like get really annoyed if I only heard the last five or six seconds of the song. It was, it was very strange, but yeah, yeah I agree with It's you. funny. It's because of San Andreas. I listened to a lot more uh, Willie Nelson and uh, Sweet Home Alabama than I ever thought I would in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I guess. I oh, it's, what type of music do you listen to in general? You kind of skipped yeah, number one. Manny. In general, I, I listen to pretty much everything as long as it sounds good. I mean, you can pick a country. I don't care about language. You can pick a country. If it sounds cool, I'll listen to it. I mean, That's I such a hipster most- thing to say. I, how dare <laughs> you? How dare you? The ethnically correct. <laughs> do I look like I own a kin? If I saw oh, a what? picture of you, you'd probably be hiding it in a drawer right now. A Microsoft kin, Mike. Catch no, up on your the- tech news. I can't keep up. You guys make crap every freaking week. <laughs> we make they show a lot of commercials for the Ken. It looks I've not uh, seen really it. It's a hipster phone. It is the hipster phone. Yeah. It's, it's so unseated the iPhone? I still haven't even learned what a hipster is. All right. Manny, um, have you ever met him? <clears throat> Ma- Michael, have you seen any of the Mac versus PC ads? Yes. Oh, no. The Mac guy is The not Mac a guy hipster. is a hipster. He is not a hipster. He's not yes, a he hipster. Yes, Justin he Long is not a hipster. Yes, he is. No way. That is way too, like, He's playing one on TV. Well, John Hodgman's playing, like, a dweeb on, MTV, uh, on TV. It doesn't mean here, that... Here. I have a website for you. I can't say it over the air. Because <laughs> <laughs> we can say Sengaku, but we can't say your website. Okay. The last time Manny linked me to this website, I had a picture of a naked person. Boom! Right in the middle. Naked. And I opened it at like, work. Like, that was well, great. That, Thanks, man. That's what Sinkaku is, so it's okay. No, okay. Well, I'm not a, it's a it's Saturday. L- you can link me to porn on the Saturday. Right, guys. Oh, okay, it's called L A T F. No, 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 no. It's not, there's no nudity. This, okay. This is, much, this is much easier. We have websites for this. You go to urbandictionary.com, and we have all the stuff. Why are the guys kissing in a dumpster? Oh, wait, that's a girl, I think. It's exactly. a dumpster. A girl kissing in a dumpster. <laughs> I like this one. I like this one. This is a good one. Hipster, a group of people who try way too hard. This subculture can be identified by males who wear skinny clam digger jeans, ironic t-shirts, and sneakers that were only made prior to 1976, and females in thick glasses. Hipsters reject everything mainstream and conformist, even though they are the most judgmental and conformist group 
in many cities. They fall over each other in attempts to be the nerdiest looking nerd in the group and are willing to deal with extreme pain and discomfort from wearing skinny jeans in order to fit in and conform to the hipster look. Gosh. Just like Justin Long. Here's that was a great example. Yeah. Well, oh, come on. He does just, fit in that. Um, that hipster that one. Look at those conformist losers drinking their Starbucks coffee. Hipster two. Yeah, they suck. They probably listen to mainstream music. Hipster one. Totally. Hey, where did you get your new skinny jeans and ironic Atari t-shirt? I want a pair just like them so I can be just like you and fit in amongst the hipster crowd. Hipster two. You can't <laughs> buy them as I got them at the thrift store along with my ironic t-shirt and these thick-rimmed glasses. It's a general rule. If more than ten people like the band you like, you can't stop. You can't. You have to stop liking it. Yeah. So here's another one that actually has a bunch of thumbs up. So let's see. Uh, oh no, it's just a commentary. <laughs> I like <laughs> one of the definitions is a commentary on the other definitions. Um, apparently, the hipster term is cross-applied from 1930s beatniks. The modern hipster is a composite of individuals with a certain bohemian life situation and lifestyle. He or she rejects mainstream culture and embraces the, and contributes to independent culture and prides him slash herself on this. The modern hipster image has been in- proliferated throughout the internet. Publications such as Vice Magazine and sightings in the music, fashion, and art world. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Young, artsy okay, neighborhood. longer than a review. Yeah. And you think reviews no kidding. are too long. <clears throat> it is not longer than a review. Uh, this is the first Chris, paragraph Chris, of review. Chris, what's your favorite type of music you listen to in general? Yeah. Um, Phil Chris? didn't give an answer. Oh, wait. Yeah, Manny yeah, didn't did. give a general Everyone's answer. Gone you. You didn't give oh, wait, it, he, You didn't give I, it, I, it yeah, he did. He said he listens to everything, and I called him a hipster, and then that went to the side. I was about to find my, Anyone, what's the last album you bought then? Anybody? Last album? Uh, actually, <laughs> the last album I bought was uh, Johnny Cash singing uh, Christian hymn songs from his youth. Seriously. Oh. It was a little disappointing, but not awful. Well, I'm going to bring up iTunes to see, because I'm a hipster. I Manny, what about you while he Googles? Uh, Ooh, Melancholy the- and the Infinite Sadness. What's that? Oh, The Smashing Pumpkins, their major album. Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. I'm I'm in a '90s rock. I am right proudly now. ignorant of album names, so it's you can name the most you know mainstream album, and I'd be like, oh, it's, it's the album where they had Tonight Tonight in 1979. Okay, I can name Beatles albums and Johnny Cash albums, and that's about All it. Right. Hmm. I got portable sounds, Toby Mac. Retro Remix Review Volume One on iTunes. What in the world is that? <laughs> it's an album of video game remixes. Retro oh, wait, no, no, no. I have one that's later that I bought off Amazon. Um, BT's These Hopeful Machines. All right. Which is a 58-minute track that's an album. Yeah. So there you go. Nobody can compare with my music collection. As far as being freaking weird. Um, my favorite, um, J- oh, probably J-pop, though I have strong feelings about Weird Ale, not in that way. And when you um, say J-pop, techno. what kind of J-pop like? Um, J-pop it, it all sounds like pretty right. No, it isn't. <laughs> it really isn't. <laughs> really not that. Broad. There's J-pop and then there's J-pop what? ska. And Why don't I'm you not into the ska a side. Artists to make him feel better. Hikaru Utada. Uh-huh. Um, and okay, that's super pop. The, the, super pop. Sure. There you go. Um, I like I like the artists that tend to do all their own music like she does and. Um, that ha- use a variety of uh, electronic instruments in their songs. Who else? What do you mean, who else? You what are you doing? Are you just name one thing or 20 things? What happened? What's this podcast? Are we recording? <sighs> this thing Michael, on? Little by Little would be another group, as as would be Do As Infinity. All right. Those are all good J-pop artists. 
right. Just do as infinity. Do just as so you infinity. Get some, yep. Just so you get some. They did the uh, uh, do as infinity. Did uh, the one of the popular Inuyasha theme songs. Oh, dude, you like super pop then. Oh, yeah. I, I get a lot of my recommendations based off, you know, what's being chosen as the latest Bleach or Naruto opening. Are you serious? Are you be, I, I, I am dead serious. Okay, yep. I, I think you're being facetious right now. I think you're, like, saying... Okay. They, they, they tend I'll, to have a... It's a good way to see a bunch of crap and a bunch of good songs, because they alternate. But uh, well, you know, the they thing get is, some stuff that you don't that. get in the U.S. You know the reason why they do that is because a lot of those companies are owned, like for example, by uh, Sony. Yeah. yeah, all the ones yeah. in front of Naruto are, are Sony music artists. Yeah, I know that. And they're just promoting new albums. They're basically Japan's yep. version of music videos. It's great because it introduces me to the song, and I find it, so I don't mind it. <laughs> I don't. I don't see the problem here. I mean, right. I do. I do miss. I do miss how animes used to have like one song that was chosen to represent that anime throughout almost its entire run. But that's just not where we are anymore. Right, so uh, a little birdie told us that in order to make a phone call with the Ken, you have to download an app. <laughs> I don't think so. so. I don't know what it technically is, but I guess they can't call it a phone if you have to download an app to use it as a phone. I don't believe that's true. Have you seen the Ken commercials? I don't actually see them calling people in the commercials. They just take no, pictures and upload them to Facebook really easily. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. I'm Googling the Ken download f- phone app. Um we stopped being an RPG. There are no apps for Ken. By the yeah, way, my favorite video that, game soundtrack. Cool. Everybody knows this already. It's Final Fantasy sixes. So, three, three people. With we've six, been over that. Uh, yeah, we've been over that in the past. Because uh, what? The, well, how can that? Because it's oh. the best. Vi- because it's the best damn soundtrack across any medium in the 20th century, Michael. Except so just for deal like with it. the. No, I really think except for like the last two, you get Dancing Mad and you get the finale. I don't know what is possibly engrossing you so much. It the would opera be the best song. Ever. The only opera song. The opera song sucks because you never heard it live on that soundtrack. I have heard it live. Not on that soundtrack. Yeah, on one of the three other recordings I have with it live, though, I have. Yes, I have a recording of it live. that's different. That's not on the soundtrack. And I think that I've heard it live and I've seen it perform live, but I just can't. Go back to the synthesized. Yeah, because the opera is is not the highlight of that disc. No, it never has been. No. It's, it's songs like Decisive Battle. Well, no, 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 no. You're going to take Decisive Battle or Dancing Mad. No. But I like the but variety. The Dancing Mad's too long. One of it's the songs that only... the focal point it's, of that. It's difficult, to, it's difficult to listen to Dancing Mad over and over again because of its length. It's only 12 minutes long. What are you talking about? <laughs> By the time you got to the end, you have no idea what happened in the beginning. You can just start it, right over. It, it changes a lot without the, within the you song. You couldn't even name a soundtrack. We were like, what's your favorite soundtrack? And you were like, nothing. And then you end up naming five soundtracks. Like, oh, everything Sakimoto did. Yeah, I know. I think so. <laughs> like, which, you can't even, I can't even be like, no, you're wrong because, because you didn't even name one. No, you could say, no, you're wrong. No, you could say, no, you're wrong because they all sound so alike you can't pick them apart. But, you know. That is that's true. Part of the that thing. I mean, that was, that's, that's okay. Nice that's okay. At least they sound good. So yes, as long as they, they sound good. good. Um, we're going to move on. <laughs> I did give two, though, so you cannot give me kibitzing about not naming any. Yeah. Didn't you say tactics? He said like tactics and twelves and you know all those. And that's it. And that's all I said. I did not say Odin Sphere. I did not say anything else. Three composers. What is the last game that Sakamoto composed, Michael? Um, well, I think he won just really recently, but it didn't sound like him. I was a little confused. So you don't know? Really, Michael? Big Sakamoto fan. (sighs) Uh, I'm thinking. 
Now I'm going to wiki because I can't. It's very see. easy. I know, and I'm going to read it, and it's going to bug it's, me. Valkyria Chronicles 2, which isn't out yet. Um, he also <laughs> did Crystal Defenders. I was going to say, the last one I played was Muramasa. Muramasa, I'm sure he, he did, did Muramasa. Yep. Yeah, that's the last one of his I played. I would have accepted Valkyria Chronicles, though, as an answer. Cause, you know. Valkyria Chronicles, yeah. But that wasn't all... See, that was... He also Valkyria did Chronicles Wizard of Oz. came out two years ago. Yeah, he also did, well, you know, latest in this industry. Who knows? The Wizard of Oz Beyond the Yellow Brick Road. Okay, you're going to give me crap for Valkyria Chronicles when I said Odin's Sphere, which is only a year earlier? Here, Odin Sphere is over two years old. Yeah. So is Valkyria. I mean, it's like whatever. I mean, t- the, but we have Ash, Archaic Sealed Heat, <laughs> Final Fantasy Tactics A Two, <laughs> Opuna, Del Toro Quest, Tekken Six. He did a track on Tekken Six. <laughs> yeah, I like it with many others. It's with probably many like others. one of those like Wait, Smash awesome. Brothers things for those like sweet. twelve composers or something. No. Sakimoto is awesome. All right, let's move on. On to letter <sighs> number two. Letter number two. <laughs> we Quickly. are 10% done with the podcast. No kidding. Chris, uh, uh, no. See says, what you hey, did, Chris. Badger Lord. <laughs> G-Dog Tuck has an, a question for us here. He was listening to episode 99B and had a thought when we were talking about different card games and how controllers wouldn't cut it. Here's people going through our back catalog again. I don't understand it. Wouldn't those be perfect fit for someone who, uh, wouldn't those be the perfect fit for something like Natal? I think it could work well to release games like that on the arcade that have online play and work off motion and not a controller. Just a thought. Wait, wait. Card game, you mean? Um, yeah. We're talking about like, games like Magic. I, I, wasn't, I don't think it was on that I don't podcast, think that would work very well with Natal. I'm going, well, let me, let me see the date. Maybe I was talking about something I saw in Japan. Let's see. When was that? 99B, well, I, I think, think it was last summer. Was it summer? Okay, so yeah. it was probably... Oh, yeah, that was 99B because of... All right, E3. Yeah, so that would be like um, Eye of Judgment and stuff, I would think. We were probably Did you guys about. say... No, 99B was the one that... was because I did 99A. Yeah. And you just came back from Japan, right? No. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you played a game. I think it was like Dragon Quest. You played a yes, game! October 1st. Yes. So what I had, I had played... I was talking about the arcade-style games, and this is what he's talking about here. Um... Uh, yeah, yeah. So the uh, the this had a playing field, and the cards have RFID chips in them, and the and the arcade can tell where you move the card on the playing field, and that it where you move it on the playing field affects the characters on the screen and their you know their orientation and such. So I was talking about how we can't do that at home, and how our arcades are not going to invest in the very expensive t- cabinet technology. And he's saying here, um, why don't we use Natal to do that? No, that would not work at all. I don't, this is I don't, not, I don't think I don't that's think a good idea. Yeah. I don't think it would keep up with it. Uh, well, number one, though, is that you'd have to hold up every single card every time, or you'd have to have like an easel or something, like something tilted towards the it, screen. Yeah. I think it, Unless, it's... Well, is the thought that the cards would be on the screen, and then what, do you point at the screen at the card you want to use? I mean, if, well, I don't get how that, that would could, work. Yeah, I don't know how it would work. I mean, it, I think it'd be easier for people to release a small mat that could do the reading of the cards. But. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think the, what was it, the PlayStation 2 iToy, where they had the, the, you would put the camera down on the board and it would actually be able to see the cards. It's PS3, I, that's Eye of Judgment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but the Eye of Judgment had a special, like, uh, what's it called, a special contraption to hold up the camera over yeah. the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I think that's about as good as it's going to get in the near future. I don't, I don't see how Natal is going to help because you need something that can see the cards that they're in your hand, and Natal can't do that. Unless you let you hold up the card and show it to Natal, and then it just—it yeah. seems like that would be so awkward. I think you should just do it like the uh, like a DVZ style. You should be totally like just buffing up all the time, and then you flash the card in front of the camera, and then you buff up some more. And 
<laughs> you know, we need, has anyone ever seen Yu-Gi-Oh? We need those portable little handsets. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the holographic projectors. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Actually, with that style, that would yeah, be great. Yeah, that would be great. Yep. That's like Eye of Judgment you know, version you know, 2. You know what else we need? We need yeah. replicators and transporters and deflector dishes and all sorts of other fancy. Replicator is the core technology. If we can develop the replicators, we can develop everything else. Okay. Good to know. Replicator is the core technology, man. Core technology. I believe I believe that Manny will lead us into the new wave of technology. We will end world hunger. Manny will lead us into the the next generation. I really tried to not say that. Thank you. Yes, he will. (laughs) Stargate? Stargate. Stargate. Yes, Stargate. Very good. We got a quick phone call. Let's get that going. Hi. Hi, my name is Garrett. I'll be on chat as G-Dog Tuck on the forums when I eventually sign up as G-Dog Tuck. Um, just wanted to call in for my first time. I've been listening to the show probably since the beginning. Got to be like the first five, ten episodes. Anyway, um, had a couple things that I wanted to kind of pass by you guys. One of them was just a, a fun like little challenge. Um, minus Dragon Quest uh, 7 can you guys name a Japanese RPG that um, has a, a protagonist that doesn't have hair or gravity defying hair? All right, we're going to cut off there because his next couple of questions are, are really, 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 really long. But um, <laughs> like I said, try and, st- try and stick under a minute and a half, people. But uh, let's, let's tackle it. He also spoils Final Fantasy X in one of them. Um, <gasps> which, <laughs> well, Don't he, he spoils the worst thing you can spoil in Final Fantasy X. And I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that to people. So the let's. Blitz, Final Fantasy awesome. X is what? Yeah, that Blitzplan is awesome. I we can talk about Eris dying, but Final Fantasy X, that's too recent. That's oh, too recent. No, it's just because that's been all done. That's been all done in. in, in in, in seven, like I mean, I think we spoiled Final Fantasy ten in the Final Fantasy seven backtrack. We did. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't good doesn't do a good job of of, of warning it and stuff. So I didn't want to throw it out there. This um, is the warning. We just no. warned them. Okay, it's an it additional five minutes of call. Do you really want to go through it? <laughs> no, we, we need to move on. We've got. <laughs> he's, he's clearly from the north. Yeah. He said dragon. Yeah, but he does bring up a good question here. I like this. We need to name a Japanese RPG. Where a character does not have gravity-defying hair, Squall and he should make Gummit Tensei hair. No, no, a, not. <laughs> there is at least one character in the game that has gravity-defying hair, right? You no, didn't you say one. You said the protagonist. Oh, the protagonist. Is that yeah, and he should make game. Yeah, Squall's hair what goes up. Say persona. Yeah. yeah, Squall's Squall's hair goes up. You persona? No, oh, and he should make head. No, it isn't. Squall's hair goes up. Yeah, um, what's it called? The, uh, Raido from the Devil Survivor series, Surf from uh, Digital Devil Saga, the main character from uh, Nocturne. The main character uh, from uh, Persona 2, right? No, no, no Persona 1. That was a girl. One. That was a woman. I, I, Persona yeah, 1. Yeah, Persona 2, you were a chick. No, Persona 1 then. Did, one of them fine. had like really round, flat, gray hair, right? Yeah, but that was a Persona 4. Persona 4, okay. Right, right, right. Yeah, so there, there's there's squalls, and I'm sorry, but that hairstyle does not actually sit like that in real life. What? I, I just linked. I'm squalls not sure what your point is. But, Are you saying that persona doesn't count because their hair is too round? It defies gravity. No, I say persona does count. Okay. Yeah. All of this should be kind of. I'm, yeah, I'm all, at the same time. I'm saying that I'm still. I'm trying to post evidence against squall. Oh, oh the main character in uh, what's it called? The new the new one on the DS. What's the it called? The new one on the DS. Uh, Strange Journey. Okay. 
Everyone there has normal hair. They even oh, have black yeah, people and Latino yeah. people in that game. How progressive. That's right. Um, do we have any? Do we have any? Mopping uh, the floor. They actually right. do useful things. I think to really put a nail on this one, though, we need like a mainstream game. Do we have any mainstream? The Shin Megami games are mainstream. You're such uh, a jerk. They're not. <laughs> no. Shin not no. a mainstream. It's game. put out by Atlas, so no. Honestly. Persona is super mainstream. Go to any Japanese place where SMT people cosplay. SMT is the third biggest JRPG series in uh in, in Japan. Japan. How about in the U.S.? Oh, how about the U.S.? Are you kidding me? I'm going to go to Anime Expo. I'm totally serious here. What do we got that's in the mainstream U.S. Japanese-developed RPGs? has sold more games in America than Dragon Quest. That's not hard. That was his example. Dragon Quest. Then I will also exclude Dragon Quest. What else we got? Why are we excluding Dragon Quest when we know that... Mostly to make you mad. We're, ex- we're excluding <laughs> oh, all Atlas oh, oh, oh. USA games because they're a small-time JRPG publisher. I'm trying to think of something that everyone's played because I go to people who've played RPGs. You tried Persona? No, man, that looks weird. It's like, I want something that people have actually weird. played. <laughs> it doesn't conform sp- to my... Dude, like dude I, it's like weird. You shoot yourself in the head and stuff. Nick really is want to going to a, like an anime convention tonight. I know. And you have idea. Half the people there will be dressed up. At an anime convention. It's an anime convention. That is not mainstream. That's our community. That's the people play RPGs. So, Chris, you're saying the only mainstream RPGs start with the words Final Fantasy. I'm talking about people. I'm talking about people who were introduced to RPGs with like Final Fantasy VII. Right, that's my they question don't, for you. They in the don't last read 10 our years, site. What are you saying they've played? What are you saying everyone's played in the last 10 that's years? That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, nothing. It's like, How about Fable? <laughs> oh, wait, that's US. Uh, what about Pokemon? Does Pokemon's hair stand up? Uh, yeah, Pokemon would work. That's I don't know. Mainstream. We were speaking for the girls' hair two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, but that was because it was just there was it, too much. It was it. on top of the hat. It defied many things. God, I looked up Pokemon See, I, Heroes. Walls hair. It does not stand. And up. it turns out that's an actual game or something. All right, Pokemon protagonist. I looked up Pokemon Heroes to get like a list of the heroes from Pokemon, but that's like a thing apparently. It's like a movie or a game or something. So, so, oh, here we go. Pokemon protagonists. Here, how does Ash's hair work? Let's see. Do hats count? Most of them are wearing hats. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't count Ash's hair. No, man. There's a lot of spikes on the Pokemon hair, and we had that girl whose hair just like went to the stratosphere on the Pokemon Black and White. I don't there, know, man. Mario from Mar- Super Mario RPG from. <laughs> Winner. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Win. Bowser and Gino had very realistic hair, too. <laughs> Bowser had realistic hair. Oh, I guess he does. Doesn't he? Yeah, he does Mello have red hair, doesn't even he? have hair. <laughs> I'm still uh, thinking. Uh, Rodrick pointed out uh, Valkyrie Profile. That's another one. I don't think the, the Valkyrie Profile series, they all have real hair. All she has is, like, major hair. hair. She has long hair. Yeah, I don't... Man, I don't know if she has this giant helmet, so it's kind of hard to tell. Man, this guy's question was misleading. It seems like we found like a thousand people in two seconds. Yeah, and your <laughs> your last image of Squall, Mike, on the right side of on the left side, if you're looking at the picture on the left side, he has a lock of hair that just sits there. It's suspended. Oh, there's in a single air. lock that might actually yeah, stick that's, off. That's a not. Bit. That is not. I'm sorry. That's gravity defined hair. It, it's yeah, not. Maybe it's from the wind of swinging the gun blade in front of but him. But he's not swinging it right up. there. It's, yeah, he's he is. charging the flame it to is go coming in. off in that angle because otherwise oh, it wouldn't be going right, that direction. Right. Fine. All right, so it seems like the answer is anyone that uh, Nomura didn't cop didn't design or <laughs> yeah, someone who didn't. Yeah, pretty much. Or Toriyama. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
I mean, even yeah, Final Fantasy four, five, and six all had pretty nice hair. Yeah, get the, look at the studio art and see the you know. Yeah, how is Cecil's hair? hair? Let's see. He has good. a giant ass helmet. <laughs> no, he oh, doesn't. Not after he's a paladin. He Cecil. has long, streaming blonde hair. He half looks um, like a chip. What, what's the guy's oh, name? Right Amano artwork. It's white hair. Yeah. Cecil's see. wearing a tiara after he becomes a paladin, not a giant helmet. Yeah. So let's see. Um. <laughs> whoa. No. Fail. Cecil fails. <laughs> Cecil. <laughs> I mean, Cecil. Anyway. Oh wait, that's Kuja. Never defies... mind. Somebody mislinked it. That's Kuja. I was Kuja. Say, Kuja Cecil definitely has long fails. Viewing, uh, beautiful flowing hair. I'm... He doesn't fail. Thank you, Seventh. Um, let's see. Like I love Cecil. He makes me so happy. In some pics of him, I can't tell if it's Cecil or Rosa because they look so similar. Oh, uh, here's a good hard. one with the two he of them. He was the first androgynous oh, lead it's not in a drawn by DS. Yeah, but have you seen Rosa redone on the DS? It's like, hi, Spanish? welcome to Bikini Land. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, this is true. Yeah, you're right. It's it's uh, yep. Cecil's hair is like Alucard's, kind of just stays down. All right. See. Well, I saw the amount of artwork for Cecil, and I thought, and oh, I a vampire. I think of a vampire. That's what I make of. It's a vampire. Long, beautiful hair. Alucard. Long, beautiful hair. Vampire. That's Alucard. You, I'm sorry. That is Alucard. That <laughs> I don't know is. How you get Cecil to be a vampire? But because okay. it's the. I was looking at the amount of artwork. Still. So he vampire? was completely white skinned and looked like he was about to die. Vampire. I have a question. <laughs> Say what? Well, quick question, everybody. Are yeah. you sure we aren't hipsters? All we talk about is music and hair. <laughs> White guys. I think we are hipsters. Uh, let's move on then to the news. But wait, is it? Do you have to edit it out? Because we just kind of spoiled Final Fantasy IV. Is that too recent? Like, like ten is. How did we spoil uh, it? Like I said, it wasn't that we he spoiled a it. It's like the no. There's That's not there's the end of the there's there's before. worse things you can spoil in four. I'm saying he spoiled the worst thing he can spoil in ten. That's what I'm saying. All right, that's the difference. I'm like, if you want to talk about, you know, the big blue guy getting, you know, going on stuff going on with his clan, I don't care. But <laughs> there's other so, things you don't spoil in there. So this poor guy makes a five minute long phone call, starts out with the easiest question. I don't and accept ramps up, five minute long phone played, calls to begin with. <laughs> all you played was the first easy question, and we're like, this dude, he asked terrible questions. Next, <laughs> call back later and ask a good question and make it short. No, I'm asking you just short. to make it short. <laughs> We Googled and read the Urban Dictionary definition of hipster for five minutes, but you're five minutes <laughs> But you won't listen to anybody talking about it on the phone. All right, you want to do it? You want to do his full question? Is that what you're asking me? I was, I was trying to make fun of you. Because if you want to, point. we can do it. Because it's going to be long. Because I know what he Let's asked. Let's take a vote. There's five of us here. Let's take a vote. I'm against. <laughs> I... I have to know what the heck's going on. We still haven't on. gotten a response with Phil out of what he thinks of He's AFK. Phil died. Phil went AFK. No, no, um, I, made it, I made it back. I, I returned from so this, but, but oh, I'm not a hipster or whatever. <laughs> I'm not a hipster or whatever. See, I'm the only person who hasn't participated in this conversation. Right, well, you conform. You only, you, you only listen to Christian music, and you don't care what the genre is. It's about the ultimate in conforming, so you're definitely not a hipster. <sighs> there you go. Snap. That was harsh. That was a compliment. No way. Yeah. Not a hipster is always a compliment. You, you don't do compliments. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. People really think I'm a conformist when they come in and they're hearing Barry Manilow or Billy Joel or whatever have you. Sometimes Barry too. Manilow. Barry yeah. Manilow. Yeah. Are you Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel Air? 
Carl. <laughs> is that an insult? I guess so. I don't know. He had a nice house. Yeah, that's actually rather I, hilarious. I, I, you said I've he had a nice put... ass. Oh, good. No. <laughs> nice <laughs> house. House? Not oh. an ass. When people talk all over each other, house sounds a lot like ass. Wow. <laughs> Especially when you're talking to Glenn. Yes, yes. I, I, I have an ear filter. It, it picks up what I want to hear. So are we going to vote on this thing or not? The vote is... See, this is already taking longer than the call again. It's okay. I can't play his full call on the, on the iPhone or iPad anyway. He sent it in a format that doesn't work. So so how did you get part of it? Okay, so he also sent two... He sent his call in two ways. He first did it on the Google voicemail, mm-hmm. um, which is what I played a little snippet of, and then he got halfway through it and it cut him off. So then he emailed it in because he said, wow, this voicemail is not a good indication that maybe I'm going on a bit long. I'm going to email make it even longer and just email it in, and that'll work. Um, and, but the email format is in something called 3GPP. Which plays and there you go. That. that is a 3G phone file thing, and that works fine if you're playing it on your Mac. But um, say you're playing it on your iPhone or something, and it doesn't work. So that's okay. But I could play uh, half of his call if you want to just keep going with the Google Voice call. Do you? I mean, if we know the gist of his other questions, we could just do that. And well, I only forward. remember one of them. Um, well, he's in the chat room. <laughs> you just ask him. Is he really in the chat room? He is in the chat room. All right. The he first says no question. audio, though, so I don't know if he's actually listening. Yeah, let's see. Dude, dude you're in the chat question? room. Sum up your other two questions. He's not listening. His name says no podcast audio in it. Are you I'm, looking? I'm telling he's people. He's typing with words. <laughs> <laughs> he has to talk while he types, too. Yeah. I know the se- I for the it. listeners. Actually, I know helps. the second. Please just sum up the third. Jay Fox, Badger Lord chuckles. Sabin, please sum okay. up third. This, we've got people listening at home wondering why we won't just go on to the news. And I'm, <laughs> I have to I'm, tell I'm them why. I'm reading it all. I'm reading all of it. While he comes up with his third question, I will tell you what his second question is. He wondered why the emotional impact of the Final Fantasy games seems to be declining over time. He felt a great emotional impact with games like 4 and 6, but it's gotten gradually lesser and lesser over, the, over, over time, Like starting especially with 10. He just didn't care about what happened at the end. It's like, oh, that guy, oh, whatever, and, and so forth. And, <laughs> that guy, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it, basically, 11 that, is an see, MMO, so it doesn't even count. Is- Great because job. that guy was pretty lame. No, I agree with him. Final Fantasy VI plot was that guy, whatever. That, that's that's what I thought of Final Fantasy X's story. <laughs> I don't know. I was pretty. I was pretty moved by X two uh, after playing that one. I was pretty moved to take the wife out shopping and see if we could find her a barbarian outfit. <laughs> yeah, or he complains like that, that that's so just change. fan service, so that has no emotional impact. Yeah, Final Fantasy IX definitely wasn't fan service or anything. Yeah. It was a different so, kind of pictures service. of those barbarian elves. <laughs> funny fan service. I need to play 10 too, just because it sounds See, hot. See, Final Fantasy IX was gameplay fan service, and Final Fantasy X2 was no, women that I'm no, going no, to dress no, up no. in different outfits. Nine was complete Nine fan was, service. Was scenario. Music fan service, music, scenario fan service, character sign. design fan service. Yeah. <laughs> that was, oh my gosh, you guys hate 7 and 8 so much, I'll just give you all the crap that but, you want that you Except, missed. you know what? The freaking stupid polygons are still there. You want to make me like it? 
get get rid of the damn polygons. <laughs> I want my sprites back. I want it. my sprites back. That's where I was when but that nine came out. didn't give you half naked women that you can strip leather clothing off. Yeah, of and dress they, them yes, the they did. His name was Kuja. <laughs> Seven should have liked that one. I didn't like Kuja. Oh. I, wow. I, he was a guy, right? Yeah. I, uh, Technically, I yes. Technically, sure. <laughs> he was. He was too femme. You think? Only speaks in po poetry. He was such a wuss. Get off the speaks in poetry. I hope Ethan listens to this and cries himself to sleep tonight because I thought Kuja <laughs> was the nine. worst villain. Kuja's we had such a big an... debate in Kuja IRC back in the day. Kuja is a terrible villain. You he don't was even... explaining how deep Kuja was. Deep? Was he's like... just he's just stupid. He's like mentally... Well, he's got a disorder. <laughs> he was the pansy villain. Sure. Which, you know, it worked in Gladiator the movie, but it just wasn't pulled off right in 9. I didn't care about Kuja. Yeah. Came uh, off like a Have you guys... Would you guys nine, agree so... that 12 and 13 also had lower emotional impacts? Well... 13 just seems like I can't get into the story. It's like, well, bad things happened. We have to do this because everyone doesn't want us to. The end. I'm like, great. Happy for us. And I thought, 12, I thought 13 had a number of good emotional impact movement moments, but it's hard it, it to discuss moments. it with you since you haven't finished it. But there wasn't enough punching of snow. There wasn't enough fighting. You know, it was like, you know. Well, I, have a I, I do have issues with the ending, however, but there were a number of times where I thought they did very good emotional moments, especially like right at the beginning of the game. Um, with yeah, I thought that was my thing was like I thought the beginning started out great and I was just like I was like all right these guys are going to always be at each other's throats and everything and they all got all happy together I was like man this is lame it's just like let's make well, they the were, happy they were at game. each other's throat for half the game Mike half the game yeah the and entire tutorial like, <laughs> yeah the, and then once they get all together they're like now let's just all come together and save the world and well I'm that's like, what you have to do uh, that's how an anime no, works that's anime storytelling care. the question is do you care about the characters and do you care about the world if not it doesn't really matter and it is no, overused i did I mean, care that, and that's why i was upset with the way they wrap certain things up well that i that's what i can say maybe i will care more then because it just seems like for the last 20 hours it's been well this just sucks. This happened to us, so just let's just like, make the best of it. You just don't like Hope and Vanille. <laughs> I love Vanille. Oh, you love Vanille now. Okay. All right, what's your theory? I, wait, your, wait, wait, wait. No, just, no, no. I want this other right, person let, to talk. I don't know talk. if it's Phil or Manny, but whoever it is, please it's talk. Just Manny. All right, it's <laughs> Thank you. It's because I, th I think it might have something to do with like a little bit of abstraction that 4 and 6 had. You sort of put a lot of the emotions into the characters because everything's not voice acted. They're doing you know, a lot more sprites. It's a lot more uh, super deformed. It's a lot more minimalist as opposed to these games where everything is laid out and spelled out for you and everything's voice acted and sort of told to you. And if you don't connect with that, there's like no connect. You can't really do anything about it. But with the other one, you know, you sort of put a little bit more of personality, a bit more your own voice acting, all this kind of stuff into the characters. I think I... four benefited greatly from the music, though. I, I think a lot of the a lot of the moments in four that that I remember, like of course I was I was a kid at the time, but that I remember pulling me in and making me care about the characters. Like the music was spot on in a lot of those times. The, the first time yeah. I heard this question, the first thing that came to my mind was what Manny said. So I'm gonna I, I think he did a good job there. What about you, Phil? You have any opinions on this one? Or are you still AFK? <laughs> Even though you came back already. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Your memory no, works a, I'm, I'm AFK. Um, no, I mean, you know, six, six, you know, Final Fantasy six moved me a lot. I really liked the story in that one. Um, seven fell flat on me. Eight was meh. Nine was pretty good. But yeah, I, I guess, you know, overall, I would say, I don't know. See, when you look at one, two, three, four, 
four was was a bit more story, but it, it you know to me it was still kind of genericy. Um, it wasn't until six that I got this big pop up in story, and nine was pretty good. So I wouldn't say the whole thing has been declined. I I kind of question whether or not it was actually really good to begin with, other than six and nine, which which stand out in my opinion. The you know none of the Final Fantasy games have really been like oh awesome story. I've got boy I wonder what's going to happen to these characters well, next. Yeah, well the fir- the one that really cinched me yeah. into the RPG mm-hmm. genre was six, and so in that respect, being one of the formative games for me, it always has attached Final Fantasy with having an emotional story. Even though, you're right, the evidence doesn't really bear it out, does it? Uh, I mean, those, those, here's something, those, two, those yeah. two pop out in the series. I mean, 6 and 9, in my opinion, pop out in those stories, and 9 might be argued by some people, yeah. but 6 and 9 pop out, in my mind, as the exception uh-huh. and not the general rule for the series. Right. I, I, you know, yeah. The stories in other Final Fantasies are okay, but... Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. I right. haven't had one hit me as hard as six. Four in there. Um, four's good. It's just it's it's got an immature storytelling to it. It's it's just it's kind of an immature story. So it, I don't think it's as impactful as it could be. It's I mean, simple. I mean, you've got, you've got to accept people yeah, falling I'm, I'm thousands of miles and surviving. And it, I just it's you know. Sid. <laughs> Sid. Sid will live through anything. See, I don't mind spoiling that. <laughs> well, yeah, because we Sid didn't say how lives. It's like uh, even in the even in the hard version, he he comes out wait, okay wait, from wait, that Mike. one. No, 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 Mike, you're wrong. Sid does not live through anything because in Final Fantasy VI, you can feed him poison fish. And ah, he dies. but my Sid lived in Final Fantasy. My VI. Sid lived. Yeah, well, he because I actually cared about him, man. I gave him the good fish, not the stupid fish that was like half dead on the sand already. Half dead. So, on so the what you're saying is you're okay with the fact that he can blow himself up while falling uh, hundreds of miles onto a lava pit, but. Poison fish is his greatest weakness. What? Yes. He was already weakened from the world being destroyed. He had no life left. It was up to you to it's save Sid. It's a different Sid, guys. It's a, no, no, no. Guys, no, I am, I'm sorry. Can I say something? No, 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 no. Let me finish. He was not tired from the world ending. He was tired because he had a hot chick in a coma for a year that he was taking care you guys, of. You guys are falling into a fallacy. That's true. But you're falling into a fallacy. <laughs> there is no Sid continuity. Who cares? I'm an anti-Sid continuitist. You can't do Sid continuity. It's a different Sid. No one it's cares. It's like saying about that. it's the same link. It's not the same link. It's not the it same. Is the same link all it the time. Not the same link. <laughs> he is cloned and dropped into time when he needs to be. So he's always the same link. And he just sometimes is annoying. There's like two games where it's the same link. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, one and two. <laughs> Wind Waker and the, and the one after that, and then, yeah. No, one and two. two there's, there, okay, so there's like three sets of like twos. <laughs> anyway, whatever. <laughs> Stupid rat holes. All right. What was I saying? All right, he had a third question. No, wait, I had to say one thing. No, 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 no. He said, don't you find it interesting? Nobody here is jumping up and saying that Seven has an impactful story, yet he himself, the question poser... Um, those of you who were listening don't know this, but in the chat room, he covered the fact that he felt that Seven had a very engrossing story. That's because you didn't ask me yet. I haven't had a turn. Oh, how about you? You don't get a turn. You've been talking so <laughs> I, much, I didn't notice, Seventh. Go ahead. I just make fun of what everyone else says. I, I partly I, mean, I agree with them. I think it, I cared less and less about the characters, but I don't know if it's because I got tired of the JRPG tropes as I got older and seeing them over and over again, I got cold to them and stopped caring. I don't know if it's because Nomura's characters, he can only invent, you know, strange cookie cutter characters who are, he puts more work into their clothing and their personalities. I, I don't know what it is exactly, 
but the way the stories worked out, I thought that uh, four, six, seven, and nine were probably the ones that had, did the best job connecting emotionally, and you know nothing since nine. Hey, and Lulu four, had and, a good personality. And nine for me, the first time I played it, I didn't care about the characters at all. But on a on a second playthrough, I took my time more and kind of knowing where the story was going. Nine, I I did a better job getting the characters in the second playthrough than the first. Right. If I'd only played nine once and never again, I'd be telling you right now I thought it was crap. All right, so, so it, it benefited we, from that. So we all agree that seven's kind of meh for story. No, no, I, I think, said seven. I thought I, I thought, thought they're this, big. Um... See, I'm just the opposite. When it came to seven, the first time I played through it was okay. The second time I played through, I thought, oh gosh, this story really does suck. I mean, part of it is the translation, of course, but the other part right. of it is I really they don't spend enough time with these other characters. How is it that six, which was using uh, inferior technology, limited more limited space and whatever have you, and had more characters to spread the attention to? For some reason, I felt more attached to those characters than I did in seven, which only had what eight characters Even or so. Even freaking Umaru. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I cared I, more I, about you know, Umaru than Tifa. <laughs> yeah, and, and Tifa. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was just you just didn't care. And I, when I on the second playthrough, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this more attention. I'm gonna pay more attention to story, and maybe I'll care more and get more out of it, and whatever have you, and, and kind of understand yeah. what some of this hype is about. And actually, it just ended up having the opposite effect on me. I hated you know, I hated, but I, I, I feel I think- apathetic even more. I think seven got worse as it went on. I think the opening characters hmm. introduced you to were the best, most realistic hmm. and interesting yeah. ones. And then as the right. game went on, I mean, Sid was just too much of a jerk. I didn't really get how he worked into the story that well. Yuffie was a piece of crap. Uh, Keishi was a strange character to have around in the first place. And then the characters you liked from the beginning, Cloud became totally cuckoo. Tifa, I mean, as we discussed on the backtrack, you know, we made we tore her up plenty for the way she acts. So like, it took the characters you kind of liked at the start and ruined them, and then added characters you didn't care about. I don't remember if her Fantasy doing. Seven ended at the ten hour mark. I would probably have a different feeling did, about it. Did Tifa do anything other than be Cloud's bounce back girlfriend? No. I didn't remember was, her doing anything. She was the Oron, when, was what we talked about. Was, she instant. knew all the secrets that could have made many of the plot points a moot point, and she oh. just kept them to herself, and it was out of right. weakness. Was kind of the yeah, there was Oron at least had a reason. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah thing, Oron was more like, like great mastermind. Tifa yeah. was more like pathetic, weak female. And uh, <laughs> right. Sam went off on, on Tifa about how much she couldn't stand her, if I remember right. It was just not, not a good female character. But what? But she was busty. That's not a good female character? Yeah, <laughs> but no, it's it like her one defining was, feature, right? Not, not for Sam. No, yeah, I, that and she punches things. I guess her arms go past her knockers somehow. <laughs> not by much, but yeah. <laughs> we, it's how, yeah, you sound so regretful about that, like Tifa. Uh, could have been better, but it isn't. So we want to move on to this guy's third question. Uh, he wrote it in the chat yeah, room. Yeah, this while is ago. funny. Um, uh, he wants to know if Monster Hunter Try on the PSP, the new one that's being developed, is going to have Wi-Fi. Oh, <laughs> not cool. quite, not quite this good of a question as the second one, but that's fine. <laughs> Actually, it's a great question. I love that question. It's just uh, I don't think we'll spend I... twenty minutes on it unless nobody answers. I sneezed and missed. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. All right. What? Will the missed... new Monster Hunter that's coming out for PSP have Wi-Fi like the one on the Wii does? Chris, you, oh. you take that. I mean, I haven't played Monster Hunter. Well, I have know. they have. ever? No. This this is Monster Hunter. They're not going to magically change it just because they finally found a console that works. Now they're going back to PSP. Be the same crappy design, same crappy thing. And no, they're not going to change it. I don't know. Maybe we'll get Wi-Fi on the PSP too when that finally happens. <laughs> right. 
I can't even remember the name of the one on the PSP right now, so it's hard to search for. Um, but Monster Hunter, I don't know. Yeah, it's not try. Uh, I third G or something like that, maybe. Are you looking on RPGamer.com or are you trying to Google for it? I'm trying to Google. You'd have, you'd have a much easier time finding it on RPGamer. Yeah. Um, anyway, the it's point almost is, like there's this site I, about RPGs, and yeah. I think here I'll look for it. Sorts. No, the the thing is, we don't really know. They haven't announced it. Any... It's Monster Hunter Freedom Unite. I found it oh, in one search. No, it is not Freedom Unite. Freedom Unite is out already. I thought you were talking about the yeah, one that was already out. One. Nope, we're talking about the new one that's still in development. Uh, I see Monster Hunter Portable 2nd and Monster Hunter Portable 3rd. Yep. They're called Monster Hunter Freedom 2. Uh, yeah, I think I believe, I believe you're right. It's, it's Portable 3rd. It's to be announced yeah. for 2010. Um, there's also G, which I think is the one that's like Animal Crossing. Um we don't know. Ugh. We don't know how the Wi-Fi is going to work in it yet. Um, I'm hopeful that it will actually fix it and have it in there, uh, especially now that they know, you know, that that makes a big difference to the U.S. audience. So we'll see. Do, do, do they do, care do. about the U.S. audience? Uh, yes, that's why my, Try had such a big marketing push to try and get people to give it a that's try, true. Give it a shot. We still show commercials for Try. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to the news. We got a lot of news to cover, and we've already been going for a while, so might rush through this a little bit. First off, White Knight Chronicles Two. They've detailed the data transfer. What's going to happen? So, if you've got White Knight Chronicles One, I'm going to just cover this story since none of you guys care about White Knight Chronicles. Uh, <laughs> Talk fast. Here's what you can get through. Get carried over to Game Two. Your online avatar. Your guild and synthesis rake rank all item materials and equipment your money your diary your paid items and download presents from georama mode um but your levels and skills do not carry over and everyone will start the game at level 35 in the second game and the skills will be reset um if you have been playing the first one you get a bonus if you've achieved guild rank 12 you'll get a skilled certificate um Guild rank 12 through 14, rather. If you achieve guild rank 15, which takes quite a while, apparently, you will receive a master's certificate. You get the guild ranks, I believe, from playing online, um, which nobody wants to do with me, so I haven't had much time to try that. <laughs> and uh, that's good. also White Knight Chronicles 2. I think we covered this last week, but it will be the final chapter in the in the saga. It's just going to be a two-part game. Yay! What do certificates do? That was the best news ever. And they don't say what the certificates do. Um, but if you got a platinum trophy, you will get a platinum crown or tiara for your character to wear. Apparently, all right, <laughs> girl, I forgot. That was worth the three hundred dollars. If you hours. got a, if you, no, <laughs> probably not. I don't even have the platinum trophy in thirteen yet. Yeah, <clears throat> that's a fun game. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> you know what else is a fun game? Fire Emblem, and it's getting a remake of its remake. Nice. I love this story. So they're remaking the, the Fire Emblem that was out on the Super Nintendo in Japan, which itself included a remake of the original Fire Emblem. So um, it's going to have a brand new... Let's see. Uh, we don't know. It's going to be... We don't have details other than they're making it. The end. <laughs> Do we know anything else? <laughs> Not no. really. No. It's a remake of the third, t- third game in the season, which also <clears throat> had a remake of the first game on it. So maybe they'll cut that out. Who knows? Um, because because uh, Dr- Shadow Dragon, the DS game was a uh, that already came out was already a remake of the first game, so they'll probably cut that out. That's what I predict. No, or just magical. I don't know. Hmm. I think I think guessing what they're going to do is just too um, hard. So here's what I'm wondering: Does anybody know the history of the Fire Emblem games and how they connect to each other? No. 
Okay, I was going to ask if Fire Emblem 2 continues Fire Emblem 1, or if only Fire Emblem 3 continues Fire Emblem 1. I thought or there was neither. a mix-up with their numbering, like 2 was the prequel, and then when they remade them, they called 2 1 and 1 2. I, I don't really know I what I'm talking recall about, but I've, I've heard people say that. that. It's something right. like the first two, they switched the order of them. All right. Someone set us straight in the forums, and we'll correct it next week. Right. No, we won't. Michael, do At you least know anything... we're admitting ignorance. Yes, we are. Michael, do you know anything <laughs> awesome about Final Fantasy fourteen? Um... That I can say? Yes, maybe something about Limsa Lominisa, Lominsa. What do you want to know about it? Um, how it's the foremost maritime powder of e- power of Eorzea. <laughs> okay. I, I'm trying we to figure out what you're trying thing. to get to. Becky, uh, well, Becky put up a story yeah, I, this I, week talking about Limsa Lominus because that, Square Enix released information that about like it. like the first sentence of a novel by uh, Jeremy Gallen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What can you tell so, us about Limsa Lominsa and what the heck it has to do with Final Fantasy fourteen? Um, as far as I can tell, and you can base this on the world map that they also released, so I'm feeling comfortable talking about it, is it's literally this island city, and um, it's it's really rather pretty. You get to walk around it, and there's like multiple levels, and there's huge paths going around, so you get great shots of the sea and the buildings on the contrast, and um, they've really done a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many screenshots we have of... Uh, we have like one of some ships and one of a guildmaster. Oh, that's too bad. There's some really... And oh, the Guildmaster one's actually from the beta that we haven't seen yet. Oh, okay. Because they're fixing the lighting, because you walk in, you're like, hey, look, all the lighting's the same. It's like, there's no light sources. <laughs> so they are fixing that. Yeah. But... So what do you do in Limsa Lominsa? Is it just a town? Is this like... It's it's a town. That you go... There's a guild section. There's it's, a... It's, a, it's a quest hub, like any other... MMO? It's your starting town. Oh, it's your starting town. Okay. Well, at least for for me, it's been the starting town. It's where okay. you go to you know to find your jobs. So they're just they're just advertising their starting town here. So okay. yeah, but it's really I mean, it's a really pretty starting town. Liked, <laughs> of the three you liked, uh, I'm sorry. Of the three in Final Fantasy Eleven, which one was your favorite? Ah, um, which one? wait out of the what? Out of the three starting towns in Final Fantasy Eleven, which one did you like the most? Oh God, uh, uh, Windurst. Windurst, okay. Yeah, because the other two, <clears throat> one had really icky elves in it, and the other one was just, like, <laughs> dirty. Well, it was just, like, dirt and grime all over the city. It wasn't... I have to admit, Bastuk is kind of a strange uh, yeah. apparition of a city. But I would go in with Sandoria. Okay. Because I like the architecture. Well, and it's the most it's traditional like... fantasy out of the towns, but... Yeah. Right, and this is taking it just to the next level. Okay. So it's it's making it even bigger and even so more... So it's like Juno. No, because Juno was pretty much just kind of a multifaceted market city. Okay. It didn't really have a lot of scenery to it. So, so the movie. so the really also a good movie. So the 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 summary is that Final Fantasy fourteen has a very nice and pretty starting city. It's also the first email account I ever had. <laughs> Thanks, Sim. I forgot about Juno um, being a search engine. Yes, for the most part, um, they're just touting the first city that they've actually you know got ready for us to play in and are showing it off. And they've. Um, this is not the first article they've done for it either. Well, they don't really say anything then. All right. I thought they were going to no. give us good info, but it's really like oh. you're going to do stuff here. <laughs> this is a pretty city. I hope you like it. The yeah. end. All the good so info you are, can't tell. Are us, MMO so. betas fun because you feel like you're special that you're in Elfos. it, or is it fun because it's actually fun? It's fun because you get to I'm feel superior. You. No, no. I'm t- I was in the Final Fantasy XI's beta, and I can tell you exactly why it's fun. Because they're all hipsters, and they all get together, and they talk about how awesome they are. They, they, they got in, and then they get to lord it over everybody when the production game comes out. 
Is this and then when the actual game releases, they all say, oh, this game's not cool anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> so going back better to in the beta. It was so much better in the beta. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Total hipster talk. Um, first of all, the Final Fantasy VII beta was very cold. cold. As in, you were thrown in, and you were like, play this. And you never heard from anyone. You never really did anything. You Bologna, didn't really Bologna, there was a bunch of guilds that started in the beta, including Shush, one that I I'm was in. I'm talking about contact with the producers and developers. Oh, okay. They throw you into the beta in 11. It was like, here, here's a game. Go figure it out. In the alpha... Sounds like giving... Baroque. That sounds awesome. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, except but... it's a game that you're supposed to have instructions for. It's not designed right. for you to Actually, figure Actually, the StarCraft out. II beta was kind of like that, too. But anyway, go ahead. So far in the alpha, we've had a lot of, um, you know, they tell us the feedback that they like, that they dislike. We get to, you know, it's a lot more... Uh, involving mm -hmm. they literally like we want you to do this today we want you to do that you know you yeah. really are like a testing group and not just a bunch of people well, trying you're to play an the alpha. Game. so I think the that's question different. was is it fun because you're enjoying it or is it fun because it's a beta it's fun because you have a connection with the development team you will not ever see again and so it's not you know it's not actually fun then it's just it's neat that it's guys, a beta. I don't think that has anything to do with the beta that's because it's an alpha I think when Final Fantasy 14 goes to beta you're going to lose that Mike Oh, I'm sure we are, because there's going to be 50,000 people. So, I don't know, man. So it is the insider-exclusive working with developers-ness that's making you like it. Yeah. That's why I'm, I mean, okay. I'll, I'll flat-out say it. I had, to, I had to play on Thursday, and I was like, oh, I need to level up to do some of the things they asked me to. Mm -hmm. Oh, not leveled up yet. We, I want to put that as my uh, <laughs> forum sig. Michael's response to Final Fantasy fourteen Alpha and then snoring sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. Is I don't know that you're supposed to talk about that. To <laughs> yeah, that's a great reaction. I'm canceling my pre-order right now. No, I mean, that's, that's the problem is, is you are so limited in what you can do in an Alpha. Yeah. So it's not, you're not seeing the whole game. You don't get to do everything. So is the Alpha fun as a game? No. Am I helping? Do I feel I have a responsibility to do it and I want to make the game better by doing so? Yes. How, How much do they pay? Process? All right. Nothing. They're, I'm improving a game I want to play. Yeah. He's that building the game. You know? Because that's, that's fun. Even enough. He's a yeah. slave, really. Pretty yes. much. I don't know why I'm you'd not... want to do that, honestly. Because I'm getting to have a, you know, I don't know. Because you yeah, like being on the inside. I mean, I, I write reviews. Well, yeah, but I get to be on the inside anyway. So what is my advantage? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> say you don't pay me, but on the other hand, if I feel like not writing reviews, I sleep like a baby at night, and I can go two months and do nothing for the site. You feel like you have to keep playing the alpha. It's too bad that the beta, the alpha forums are closed to the public because you could read some interesting thoughts about what people feel about the responsibilities to the game in there. Or you could read about cheesecake. <sighs> Cheesecake factory? Cheesecake. Cheesecake. No, like, I don't know. for something gross? The, no, the problem is is they started the alpha, and we had to wait a month. And, and while so the people Japanese started doing Europeans a lot of general talk, yeah. started, you know, just were quiet and waited and discussed the game a little bit. No, we went off about cheesecake. See, now you're violating your NDA. You can't leak special cheesecake details, Michael. Except it was on Blue Garter, so it's okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy Alpha, Alpha forums turn into hum yeah, of... Tyrone's going to punch you, man, when he hears this. Hive of scum and cheesecake. All Probably. Right. I'll just owe him yet another beer. Gosh. Okay. All right. Um, I hope that answered your sev question seventh. 
I'm good. Because I'm not sure he did. All right. He did. No, he did. He eventually got to it. You just have to kick him every now and then and be like, go this way. No, go this way. No, go this way. All right. Well, you tell me what the answer was later. All right. So he's still working on how to train this dragon. That's yeah. what he's working on. That's right. Uh, everyone's looking forward to Two Worlds 2, right? <laughs> that's the reaction i expected all right well guess what there's a contest you can design your very own cape and enter it for a chance to see it in the game you can i can't even believe i'm saying this all right so you must use the included cape template please do not alter the shape or size right click save a, oh wait, i shouldn't read that um you, you, you can use up to four colors I hope I hope you're good working with limited palette, and uh, you submit it by June second, so you don't have much time, like at all. And then uh, you you email it. Come go check it out on our site uh, for the link, and you can have your cape maybe show up in Two Worlds too, and like seven people will see it. So, speaking of two, I always liked Lufia too. Do you have any news about that series? No, I'm kidding. We we are hat. What? Yes, I'm please. To no, I, I get, please I get thrown off when you guys segue for me. I get thrown off because I just got through insulting someone who took the time to do a, a, a sponsorship with us, and I was trying to repair that, and then you segue me. Oh, Jeez. oh sorry. Wait, this they is a sponsored us? No, they did, I don't know what they did. We, they must have worked with us to do this contest, right? Wait, it's through oh, us? This is a contest? No, it's not. It is a contest. Getting your cape in the game? Yeah, it's a contest. I well, didn't think it was of... through us, though. No, it's were... not. Well, that's what I was checking on, and then he's said... Oh, yeah, the email way. address isn't us. We can make fun of it all we want. Oh, okay. Yeah, seriously. This contest sounds stupid. <laughs> this contest is dumb, yo. What the heck? Design your cape and have it in the hey, game? Hey, hey, hey. That's for... like a hipster thing Let to do. Let me put it this all way. All the hipsters we haven't driven away yet on this cast. Hey, this is for you. Four you colors? Make... Four colors <laughs> is enough to do an RP Gamer logo. <laughs> So I want to see an RP Gamer logo in that. Why in that is game. four colors enough? We need red and you need orange, red, brown, gold, and black, gray, and, and gray. And you need and red, yellow, gold, and gray. Man, that's it. How many what? middle you fingers? Can make in one color? They're going to get submitted. Um, yeah, no, you only need red and yellow for her. I'm going to make a middle finger right now and submit it as my cake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're going to win. And there's going to be a penis on it too. All right, so maybe They're the same color. Uh, seven. <laughs> Lufia 2? Yeah, what about it? Yeah. I like Lufia 2. I don't know. You tell me. Well, what? I don't have it open. <laughs> <laughs> then how did you know it was next? Because he's bored with this and he actually read the notes. As note. soon as you started talking about Two Worlds 2, I went back to the delicious links. Mm. Okay. So uh, they <laughs> confirmed that Net Natsume has confirmed that Lufia Curse of the Central Sinistrals will, for the DS will be landing in North America in sometime later this year. Um, and that's all we know. It's a remake of the... No, wait. It's an action RPG take on the Super Nintendo game Lufia 2 Rise of the Sinistrals. And uh, that's all I know. Do you know more, Seventh? It, well, this is one of those series that people really liked their first two games, and they made, I think, two more, and they were horrible. So horrible that even blind, blind fanboys of the first two had to admit they were horrible, you know? Oh. So... I didn't play them. The only one I played is uh, Lufia 2 Rise of the Sinistrals, which was a good game. It's not one of the best RPGs on the Super Nintendo, but it was it was definitely a good, solid game. You know, if, if Final Fantasy never existed, Lufia 2 might be considered one of the top RPGs in the Super Nintendo. So I'm so, so excited. The last couple of Lufias were so awful that I would wait for reviews on this, but I would keep my eye on it. Okay. It had a few neat ideas. 
Oblivion like, 2 has the, like, uh, there's a 100-level randomized dungeon that you can go through. Uh-huh. But when I was little, I wasn't allowed to play video games for more than 30 minutes at a time. And okay. that dungeon is, like, two hours long if you survive through it. So I only got to do it a little bit. I, I can only do it when, like, my mother wasn't around. Ah. So I kind of, like, if they put a 100-floor dungeon in this one again, I'm kind of looking forward to playing it as an adult where I can actually, you know. And realize how bad around. it is. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well <laughs> it was hard. It was, um... I mean, almost in a sense like a roguelike, you know, in that you enter with nothing. You enter level one, they strip all your equipment, and mm-hmm. then you walk into the first floor of the dungeon and have to, you know, manage your way through. So in a sense, it was, you know, like a very early copy of NetHack before that was something. I don't know if it predates um, the Searing Game whoa, or not. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just saying Lufia predates NetHack? No, 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 no. I said predates the Japanese copies of NetHack. Predates, I think it might predate Sheeran, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, I'm Whew. sorry, I mean, it predates... <laughs> I was like, no! Yeah, so, well, sorry, if I said that, I misspoke. Speaking so, of uh, Japanese copies, Square Enix has another copy of their Final Fantasy franchise. <laughs> Coming that next. Harsh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's called Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy The Four Heroes of Light, which I believe... Oh my the, gosh, are we really getting this game? I can't believe it. Oh, yeah, we're finally uh, actually getting it. The one everyone was worried we weren't going to get. We're not going to get a Final Fantasy. We're not going to get a Final Fantasy. OMG, 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 OMG. Wait, were intelligent people worried Didn't about Didn't it this? used to be like Four Guardians of Light? Before it was retitled, it was okay. Japanese. Why right. don't you well, I like Guardians better. All right, Four Heroes of Light. Oh, it's four it's Guardians. Be it should be the Four Warriors of Light. Light Warriors, just like in the first no, game. No, we can't do Light Warriors because it's not Final Fantasy One again for the fourteenth time. It's actually a different game. Yeah, that remains to be seen. All right, so it's the pretty hat game, right? This is the what? The, the pretty, pretty hat. Game. It is the pretty hat game. Yes. <laughs> Okay. So the story, uh, who cares about the story? There's a kid, he goes to a castle and finds himself having to save the world, probably. All right, but um, combat, <laughs> I mean, really, I just don't care anymore. Combat's based around action points, where players select an action and their character AI will use the action deemed needed for the situation. Players can customize their characters via the crown job system. There's your pretty hats. And over 24 <laughs> jobs are available and can be mixed and matched to create a desired build. There's also local multiplayer mo- local mm-hmm. multiplayer and yeah, but it's not wi-fi so who gives a crap and that's it it'll be coming out here and i'm sure it'll get as much sales as a crystal chronicles game i quit hey we <laughs> will play quit? for e3 i bet this you. is a remake of final fantasy 3 i quit it's a remake no it has <laughs> yeah, action points Mike. it has action points I, like... I don't care it's 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 four people with too many jobs and make your own custom parties and they all suck except three of them and no 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 this no. one will be easier michael this one it's looks like it's gonna be super it's not gonna simple have the brutal difficulty it's... that scared away all the sissies like this you, one's more like for me. kids isn't it right I don't get why they're charging thirty-five bucks with Square and their, you know, their Square tax. But you know, oh no, no, that's the reduced Square tax. Yeah, what are you the talking about? The normal Square tax is forty dollars. Forty is their normal. I was surprised it was a thirty-five. Yeah, this is. Well, there's a, you're getting a subsidy with this game, so enjoy it. Um, <laughs> I, but we I'm probably will play sad. this at E3, so we can save for ourselves. If we, I've what, already played it at TGS, there's nothing. All right, so how hot is it? Is it awesome? No. Okay. It's a, it's it's a DSRPG. They didn't show me any story sequences. It was all battle system. And it's like, yep, it's battle system. Only the action points instead of normal menu commands, except there's still menu commands. It's just, it's different mechanic than MP is basically what it is. And then you have oh, the, the job mechanic. Nice. And the hats, I, they didn't, I didn't, I was not able to switch around hats. That oh. would have required too much. I would have to like actually known Japanese or something to understand that. Yeah, did you say like that hat, that hat looks cool. I'll try that one. Uh, I didn't see that menu, so I didn't know how oh. to get into that 
to do that. I just played some battles. I was like, right. so well, this we'll is different. It's not MP. And it's like, okay, great. So we'll try out the hats at, at E3 and see what happens. I'd we love to get video of it, but we can never tape anything in their booth. Hmm. We need a distractionary tactic. <laughs> Manny, go Manny. assault someone in the go middle of the booth. Someone <laughs> in the middle of the Oh, have Manny dress Why up like Why does Manny have to be the one insulting someone? Michael, you go assault someone. Pictures. Because I'm important. Yeah, that's right. You go assault someone. I'm the nice guy. Yeah, he's the nice guy. That's why it would be so shocking. If I did it, they're like, oh, that guy's just a dick. <laughs> but if you did it, they'd be like, oh, what's going on? That hipster's going crazy. Oh, how dare you. Snap. <laughs> <laughs> so all the, all the, all the uh, strategy game hipsters are playing King's Bounty. Uh, maybe not. Um, King's Bounty Armored Princess. That was a sequel to wait, King's wait, wait, Bounty. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I have a question about the Final Fantasy game first. <sighs> we need to decide now how to pronounce the main characters' names. Why? Did you see them? Who cares? Joshua, We're Unita. not going to play it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Brant. Brant is where you go. I just, Brant. We were yeah. talking about it uh, I, okay. with the story posted. We don't right. get, like, this is another game where they made a bunch of character names that cannot be pronounced in English correctly. Right. We've got Everyone's Brant. Everyone's going to pronounce them differently. Juskwa, Unita. Sure. Unita or sure. Unita? Wait. I'm going Unita. Air. Okay, Air is Unicor. easy. It's Air. No. It's air. You know people are going to pronounce it ira. No, it's well, air. Well, they're stupid. It's like air, unity, unita, justqua. What is justqua supposed like, to be like? Like the, like the J isn't pronounced like a J. Like it would be yoshqua. Justquia? Uh, man, good luck on that. No one's going to accept that. It, well, what's it supposed to be? Like one's about air, one's... What are the names like puns on in the Japanese version? Do they have anything like that going on? Or what is the What is the Japanese pronunciation? Anyone know? Did you look that up? No. No, no, I don't know what in Japanese characters would look like Joshua. No, I don't we'll know at, either. That one's lost to me. Like Unita, yeah. sure. Air, I guess if you pronounce that in Japanese characters, you wouldn't pronounce Air. it. Air. Air. I think it's pronounced uh, King's Bounty. Um, Baranto. Baranto. I don't know. So okay, we're not going to decide Unita. today how all of America should pronounce the names. Fine then. Joshua. I like. I like. Jo- I like Joshua. But um, yeah, like because Juskwa it's a too. better name than Juskwa <laughs> or Juskwa. Juskwa. I'm calling him Juskwa. Juskwa? He can Juskwa? hang out with me in Smugleaf. Porque, porque, Juskwa. Juskwa. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to King's Bounty. <laughs> Good. I don't know if anybody's playing this. Didn't, There's didn't an expansion. Me and Phil Anna played play this. this. Uh, well, and he thought yeah, it was I think... evil. Yeah, no, I think Phil uh, liked it. Oh, you know, uh, well, the, the bit, I like the the gameplay concept. I, I I love the Heroes of Might Magic series. The King's Bounty is kind of a, a a spin off of that, kind of going back to the original gameplay of the original King's Bounty, where you're just controlling one hero and you're just walking around and gathering big armies and kicking everything in the teeth. But the problem with Armored Princess was that it was just so incredibly imbalanced that even on the easiest modes, as you got you know, roughly halfway or one third of the way through the game, uh, the enemies just ramped up in difficulty much faster than your armies could keep up with. So, and you know, you know that you're in, you know that that it isn't just you when you go to their homepage and they got the cheat codes right there on the front page <laughs> because this is obviously, how you win. yeah, this is how you can I actually. Anna get just it. like won, like normal. One she, of no, the classes she, you can play, kind of. Make it. Yeah, easy. one of the oh. one of the classes. No, Anna actually did use the cheat codes. Um, so, Oops. Well, I'm glad <laughs> I, I bought this said, game. <laughs> I said, "How did you get through it?" Because I kept I kept begging to get Mahal, and she said, "Oh, well, first of all, I played on easy, which gives you twice as much gold than normal, so that helps." Mm-hmm. She said, "But yeah, there was a couple of times where I had to 
you know, kind of type a couple things in because otherwise you just really don't get through it. So um, I personally don't prefer well, to play with that, with that stunning play. recommendation, um, there's an expansion coming if you'd like to invest more money in this game. <laughs> maybe they'll fix it. Yeah, maybe they'll fix it. There's three new campaigns coming. Um, look forward to that coming time, sometime in quarter three. It's called King's Bounty Crossroads or Crossworlds. Just blew it. <sighs> well, here's a game <laughs> that we will all be getting, I think, right? No? What game? I didn't Pokemon think you usually got Black Pokemon and White. I didn't know. See, you have to actually mention the game. Well, I got just... the, well I'm expecting you all to follow along, but um, no. <laughs> I, was, I, I bought the last two, seventh, and, and I'm, I'm surely getting this game because my favorite Pokemon of all time in it, Smugleaf. So, so you're getting black or white? <laughs> I'm getting whatever one Smugleaf's in. He's probably in both. It's going to be one of the three. Ever played a Pokemon game before? <laughs> <I know. laughs> It'll be both of them. I know. Rather than Dancing Otter of Emo Destruction or Piggy. I still can't tell if that otter is trying to give me his lunch money or plotting to destroy the world. It's one or the other. I think it's both. I still think I'm going to use the ice because ice sounds good. <laughs> Why is he in a moo Or whatever that's called. <laughs> I called it a onesie, but a onesie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a onesie. <laughs> you can see his feet in that picture. Yep. <laughs> I love Smugleaf. Uh, <laughs> we need the little you mad at the bottom of the picture, though. <laughs> Make it look like he's trolling someone. It's so much better right. that way. <laughs> anyway, you, do well, you know you know the art. You know the person who did the artist, uh, the artwork that we were all making fun of on that Kotaku page. Uh huh. For Smugleaf, yeah, that artist apparently he didn't appreciate Kotaku taking his artwork and doing that. <laughs> so the nice. the creator of the whole Smugleaf meme. He, does, he doesn't like the idea that it's turned into a meme or that his artwork is being <laughs> bandied about as though, you know, without his permission. Oh, did you all see that new Pokemon? Did you all see that new Pokemon by College Humor? The, the, the Gotta Buy Them All uh, video? No. No. Google no. it. Uh, Pokemon Gotta Buy Them All College Humor um, or on YouTube. Uh, do a search on YouTube. It is so hilarious. Absolutely funny. Love it. I've watched it like five times. So, Michael, did you ever get around to playing The Witcher? No. no. I did. I reviewed it. <laughs> I so, mean, oh, okay. So, Phil, you're ready for Witcher 2, right? I, I am. Did you hear about the positive. about the, the news about Witcher 2? Yeah, it's going to be more adult-oriented for your <laughs> viewing it, pleasure. Yeah, apparently, it's uh, the whole game's going NSFW or something. I don't know what's going on. That's that's good, because, you know, in the, in the, in the first one, whenever you had an encounter with a lady, you, you basically got this very blurred screen with a picture of a card that, Whoa. depending on which version of The Witcher you had, uh, determined you know, how revealed she was. So you see this picture of the kind of looked like a playing card or something like that of this uh, of, of the lady, and I guess you kind of collected these cards at, at you know, as you went along, uh, uh, you know, having these relations with other ladies and whatnot. So, yeah, the, the, the you know, that yeah. was like one of the first things I ever read about The Witcher years ago. Was uh, one of the one up people played an early build of it or interviewed one of the developers, and the developer showed him like a milkmaid that you can go nail, and then after you nail her, she has two jugs of milk and she's pouring them over her jugs, and the guys like, <laughs> so there was like an awkward <laughs> moment where they watched it together. But I heard it got censored in the U.S. version, and they took out a lot of the nudity. They it did just sounds take like out a lot. The Witcher, but then, like with the but Witcher too, they, 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 re- they released it. a patch. Yeah, and yeah. if you got the, yeah, like it's called patch or something. <laughs> Essentially, the, the enhanced edition. The enhanced, it's enhanced. Yeah, it's, yeah. Enhanced. <laughs> it's enhanced for your playing pleasure. Yeah, it's um, enhanced with jugular milk. 
Yeah, know. and unfortunately, it really wasn't that much of a, a big difference uh, from, you know, basically, it was just the pictures on the cards, whether or not they uh, show the ladies uh, topless or not, uh, from what, from, I mean, as far as I could tell, because I played, I played both versions, it wasn't, you know. There, there's a couple of scenes in the in-game cutscene engine where you might run into like a mermaid or something uh, that's topless or something like that. But yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. When, it, I it wasn't showing super hardcore the, or anything. Shell bikinis are so impractical. I don't understand why all mermaids aren't topless. <laughs> nice. It's like really, that's the only thing you can make your top out of: two giant scallop shells that's against your boobs all day. That's got to be uncomfortable. It worked for Disney and a Little Mermaid there. Disney. Yeah, the Little yeah. Mermaid didn't. <laughs> the Little Mermaid. Well, she was Mar- young. All right, so let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like you'd be falling out of them all day. Yeah, they the may chafe a little bit too. Fast. Oh, Manny, Manny, yeah. we must have been going for an hour. You, uh, you went Robo. Robo, Manny. Yep. Um, it almost sounds like an insult. <laughs> are you? Are you Robo? Right. Are you Robo? Are you Robo enough? Are you Manny? Robo enough? Well, in The Witcher, you need to man. What else did they? Did he just said it's going to be worse? Right? Is that it? Yeah, it's it more or better stuff. depending more, on your or point better. of view. More mature sexual relations. <laughs> I'll just say it's more mature. There's a trailer, but I'm not going to play it here because I'm scared of what might be in it. So <laughs> go it check be that worse out. Worse than a Dragon Age trailer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, the best, Dragon Age. This is just a bunch of people demo. crawling around on their underwear. It's nothing. That's yeah, what that Dragon was really Age was. It looked like, yeah. like so, you know, you know, when you're a little kid and you have, make your Barbie dolls have sex with each other. That's what Dragon Age looked like. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Couple of things. But that one just caught me off guard. One that Manny has Barbie dolls, and two that feels like heck. Yeah, I did it all the really? time. I thought I thought that was a part of childhood. I thought everyone played with naked Barbie dolls as a kid. I know me and no. my brother did. No. Did you have sisters, or did you just no. buy Barbie dolls? Yeah, how did no, you get usually, the Barbie dolls? No, they were usually they're at school. Oh. You know, like you'd go to like a preschool, and there'd be like an aftercare center while you, you know, while your mom and mother was at work, and they had Barbie the dolls, thing. and you'd rip, yeah. all, you'd rip all the clothes off of them, go in the corner, and make them have sex with each other. <laughs> that's what I did when I was four or five. <laughs> well, anyway, wow. that's what Dragon Age looks like. A lot, <laughs> Speaking of things you do when you're four or five, uh, a new Pokemon Wii game has come out, so. That's what you yeah. That's is it a Coliseum game? It seems like is it no. Is no. it finally no. something that doesn't suck no. and we can use in this generation? Is it Snap no. Two. I love Pokemon Snap. I love no. oh, Snap Two. That's what I no. want. No. Remember oh, in dude, Gold and Silver? Uh, yeah, Gold and Silver, where they had the Poke Park, where you raced in events and stuff. Yes. Yeah, it's that. It's the Poke Park for the Wii. <laughs> there, the events include Rhyperior's Bumper Burn, Bulbasaur's Daring Dash, Salamence's. Air Ace, Venusaur's Vine Swing, and Gyarados's Aquadash. Done. Not yep. talking that doesn't sound again. remotely fun. Comes this out is like in a Europe. $10 game. Comes out in Europe on July 9th, and we Better don't have a date there. yet. It'll be announced at E3, most likely. Um, no one will I, care. We're not covering this. Yep, are there we? is a good Pokemon game on the Wii. It's the action one that you tried out. Remember, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. We that we haven't play. seen since. Um, it came out. I didn't see it. <laughs> it's been out wait, for wait, months. Wait. Wait, <laughs> made me angry. Things? One of the events is called Rhyperior's Bumper Burn. It sounds like you get it. <laughs> yep. I was with the milkmaid, and then I had to do the Bumper Burn minigame. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to come up with the name of that Pokemon <laughs> We Wear title for Michael. Uh, Pokemon We Wear. Doesn't matter. It does okay. work. It doesn't matter. No, it's... really, it's okay. No, it had a good E3. name. I remember it had a good name, and it's called Pokemon Rumble. That's right. No? Okay. Sure. Fine. I don't know. It came out in November, dude. 
play your Pokemon. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let me think of all the good stuff that came out in November. The um, that was things were winding down at that point actually. No. Yeah. They were. No. Dragon no. Age came out and then it was done pretty much. No. Yep. There must have been something good. Nope. Hmm. <laughs> Sometimes so just halfway through November. So there's a couple weeks where there was good stuff coming out. So, uh, yeah. Enough All to right. bury Pokemon Rumble by yep. certainly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of good stuff that came out in that time frame, actually this came out later, so that's a bad transition. I'm sorry, people. But uh, I give it up. <laughs> Manny, tell us about the Black Panthers. You killed him. <laughs> I killed him. <laughs> he he wasn't AFK. Robo enough. He went, he went AFK. <laughs> I know it is. It's uh, also the name of the uh, Yakuza game for PSP. Black Panther. Which just sounds terrible. That's got to be changed in the US. It, there's so many jokes you can go with this. <laughs> Yeah. It's almost as bad as Snake Eater with uh, Metal Gear Solid. Now, Snake Eater was fine, though. That's not like... It's like coming snake out eater? with Yakuza. Clearly, Kuch. you don't have enough penises in your mouth okay, to not think that not. Snake Eater has anything no, weird No, I to never it. thought of that. No, thanks, 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 man. Thanks, in, thanks, dude. Anytime, buddy. Yeah. Um, the, this is like coming out with Yakuza Ku Klux Klan. It doesn't make sense, you know? <laughs> but instead, we get Yakuza, Black Panther, and Manny, you're going to tell us all about it. Man, I wasn't even here. I was watching, what's it called? Pokemon Buy More. I don't know what something. you were doing. Isn't it cool? It's awesome. <laughs> Gotta buy all them right, all. So Black <laughs> we're Panthers? About Black Panthers for yes, Oh, do I love the Black Panther build. party. I can tell you all about the back now. Just... <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> anyway, so what's up? <laughs> you tell us. <laughs> we're waiting to hear about you. Yeah, talk we're so, about instead of going off and ignoring the Skype call and watching videos that other people link, hey, hey, the rest hey, of us participating porn. in the show. Blame <laughs> Phil. I'm participating. I, I blame both of you. you know, yeah, you're grounded. All right, so there's been a big update. So we have a lot more details about Yakuza Black Panther, the PSP follow up to Yakuza 4. And uh, some quick details. It seems a lot of the game revolves around uh, a fighting tournament. You know the underground... Does anyone remember the underground fight club in any of the Yakuza games? Oh, yeah. No. Okay. I haven't mm-hmm. played any of the Yakuza games. I try to play good games. I just buy them. I don't play them. Well, anyway, it seems like... It goes back to what we were talking about before the podcast, doesn't it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so anyway, the main character is a boy who's rumored to be the strongest street fighter in Kamurocho. And he basically gets into some trouble when he accidentally kills a member of the Tojo clan, which is like the main party, that, the main clan that uh, Kazuma belongs to. So in order to avoid getting killed by this gang, he ends up having to fight in a tournament. And so it seems like you, all the mini games there host his clubs and all that stuff, unless Sega cuts it again. And when you're done doing all that stuff, you, have, you fight your big bosses in the tournament. You have like basically every, everything you do is to get stronger for the tournament. Sort of like a uh, what was that game you really hated, Phil? Cross There's edge. so many. Bumpy Trot. <laughs> Bumpy Trot. Cross Edge. Yeah, Cross Edge. Just say Cross Edge until he screams. God. Bumpy Trot. You know the Bumpy Trot game, uh, Steamboat Chronicles Battle Tournament, or something. Wait. He, oh, oh, the spinoff. Okay, good. I thought you were about yeah. to insult the main Steamboat Chronicles. No, no, no. no we did like that, that last week. Good. Apparently. <laughs> that same kind of focus, you know. It's in my backlog. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to so what you're saying is Yakuza Black okay. Panther is just like Bumpy Trot Battle Tournament. Except uh, with uh, famous people and money put into it and effort. Great. I still think mm. Bumpy Trot sounds a lot like, you know, 
bumper burn just talking about video game things. And what does it sound like dirty to you? I know. You, uh, just Air Ace does up. not. How about Resonance of Fate? Does Resonance <laughs> of Fate does... sound dirty? Yes. No, no, no. Resonance. Right. It, the Resonance, really? Resonance doesn't make you feel dirty? No, it doesn't. No. Actually, Michael, there's nothing dirty Why about the word Resonance. Why are your nipples getting hard talking about it? Uh, I don't, don't, oh, don't want to deal with him anymore. Are they resonating? Off the show. Off the show. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Three and a half out of five is what we gave Resonance of Fate. Ken Staples put up a review. Go read it on our site. He had this to say, The battle is the perfect mixture of skill and luck. There is very little grinding needed if you play it right, and you do get to play dress-up. Uh, the storyline is dark and mysterious. However, it's also hard to understand, and the battle and NPC voices get very repetitive. So, go read the review for more details. And he, uh, he liked that the battle system was deep. It just seems like there are a lot of parts to it that were more, you have to strategize more. You know, most JRPGs, uh, you know, let's face it, they're not very difficult and you don't have to think much. But it's not like the big weakness of the battle system was it could be so hard that luck is a huge factor. So you end up, well, you, you to, want to strategize for it, but then ultimately whether you succeed or not seems to depend on And why does he say it's the perfect threat. mixture of skill and luck? Yeah, I, I, I mean, that kind of contradicts what you said. I, I will <laughs> right. just say, I will just say, in talking, yeah, in talking with 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 Sean about it, that's that's exactly what Seven says. Pretty much what what Sean said was that luck actually uh, plays more of a role than he would like to see in a game where that relies, right. you know, heavily on strategy. So luck is not and strategy are not perfectly mixed. Then luck well, is a little uh, bit too high. Like it was sometimes <laughs> no. Well, he didn't say it's always the perfect mixture of skill and luck. It sounded like well, – because I talked to him about – I proofread the review and uh, okay. talked to him about the game and we were deciding what the score would be. And it sounded like luck was mainly a problem in boss fights. So right. when the game's hard, luck plays a major factor. So we'll, add a, we'll add a minus. Ba- battle is the perfect mixture of skill and luck except in boss fights. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. But again, it's, you know, it's not always. I mean, you're right. I did kind of misspeak. That he he said for the most part the mixture of skill and luck is good, but when it gets hard, you end up just relying on the on the luck part more than anything else. Uh, that's too bad. So that's, that's... The, the premise sounds pretty cool. It's like a yeah. giant clock tower that everyone lives in and it controls their lives, but it's falling apart. So it, it, I like the worlds that Trice comes up with, but I just mm-hmm. don't know if this is a game that sounds like something I would enjoy. And he said the plot was really subtle, so he, he liked that, but kind of threw out there that idiots may not understand the story. Okay. Uh-oh. So if you think you're smart, you might want to play this and you'll like the story. But if you think you're not that smart, maybe you should stay away. All right. If you're an so, RPG hipster, this is so perfect Speaking of that, there's a lot yeah. of reviews written by people that are considered smart that say, stay away from Alpha Protocol. However, you seem to take a different stance on that, Len. Why don't you uh, defend yes. yourself? I don't feel the need to defend myself. Well, I think you put up a review. You better, you better do it anyway. You put up a review, man. <laughs> uh, so what do you want to know? You just want me to ramble about it? Yeah. Or you want to ask yeah. questions? Um, yeah. well, ramble um, first and we'll come Manny up with can come up with questions. I'm not good with questions. Well, it's interesting because <laughs> let me just give you some background information. I just recently, just like a few, right before the podcast, watched the game trailer review, which is probably one of the more favorable reviews. They gave it like a 6 out of 5. I mean 6.5 out of 10. 6 out of 5 is good. Yeah, more, like one of the more favorable ones, right? And it seems like they, they love the dialogue <laughs> I got you, options. Michael. Go ahead. It seems like they love the dialogue options. They love the story. They love how much influence you have over the course of the story and how much freedom you have. They love buying upgrades and how it has real impact. The hacky mini games. It's basically everything surrounding the core gameplay, which is the combat, they loved. But when you actually get into combat, they thought, you know what? This game's just too buggy. It's too messy. You know, and it's. 
that's interesting. All the all the all the showings of this game I've seen, the combat looked like the least interesting part of it. That's the impression I got too. But you said you really liked the combat, Glenn. Yeah, I did. I started a second playthrough where I'm doing a completely different character build, and I'm liking it less in the second playthrough. I think the game is strongly built for you to put a lot of points into stealth, and that's where it's more interesting. So you'll be squishy, and you can't do a lot of damage. But I had a blast playing the game and playing as a stealth character. And like one of the people in our forum said he didn't like the stealth. I guess I think it's a very fast way of being stealthy. It's not like Metal Gear Solid where you crouch behind a box and watch cameras and guards walk around for five minutes before making your first move. It's a game where you'll watch a guard walk by and then I would activate a skill that's like you run silently and I would sprint up behind the guard and slit his throat real quick and like do it right before we walk into camera range. And it was just a very the game really pulls you in. And I've read a couple of the reviewers, even the ones that were negative about it, say that the game kind of grabs you and doesn't let go. And that was my experience of Alpha Protocol was that I mean, I pretty much played the game in a 28-hour period. It's about a 21, 22-hour game, and it was during a workday. So uh, while I was working from home this week, I played Alpha Protocol for about nine hours during the day. So I would leave every now and then and check my email and respond to them to look like I was working, but really I was playing Alpha Protocol. I'm and, glad you, know, you said that out loud for the whole world to know. Yeah, whatever. I told them I write for a review site, but what are the chances they'll listen two hours into this cast, especially as offensive as we've been today? So no, I kidding. think it'll get rid of them. Well, they're we? all Indians anyway. Yeah, they had plenty of reasons to fire you before now. You're right. Yeah, they don't play video games. You know, they don't care. So, uh, so I mean, it really, it really does grab you and pull you in, in my opinion. It starts out a little slow. But once it hits maybe the three or four hour mark, it just it got so interesting and I got I got into the conversations. But I mean speaking of the combat, I didn't experience some of the problems that I've read in other reviews. I've read in a couple where they talk about like you can aim at someone and pull the trigger and the bullet will miss. That never happened to me. It, it depends on what there are four weapons in the game. The pistol is highly accurate. But there's also a... Uh, like a shooter component, it's not like Mass Effect where you can just kind of spray and pray and generally hit things. In this game, you have to aim and hold the reticule over an enemy for a couple seconds, and the cursors will line up. You know, I've seen it in other shooters. You can't just run around a corner and pull the trigger. You'll miss. You have to it's, – it's built for you to kind of hide and peek out and then aim at someone, wait for the reticle to line up, and then the bullet will go wherever you want it to. But, I mean, it also depends on the gun. I didn't – with three of the four guns, they're very accurate, and I had no problem hitting enemies when I wanted to. So I don't get where other reviewers are complaining about sloppiness there. I've read where people said that the camera does wonky things. I never had that problem. What platform? I never had a problem where I was looking around a corner and the camera decided to do something weird. Yeah. I've actually um, – I'm playing Red Dead Redemption right now too, and I just Mi- played Army of Two. Glenn, Glenn, what platform did you play this on just so people know? PC. PC. Played on PC. Okay, so that can make a thing- big difference if they were all playing it on 360 maybe. Yeah, well, I think it might make more of a difference with the graphics because from what I've read, it sounds like the 360 had a lot more texture issues where there was a lot more pop-in. It it looked great. I played it on Mac settings on my PC, which isn't the most powerful PC in the world. I played it on Mac settings. It looked fine. Every now and then there'd be some texture pop-in, but it was when a stage was first loaded. So you're looking there, and you know it's when the stage is first loaded before anything's even happened. And it's like it loaded up the screen before it loaded the textures, but the pop-in was maybe less than a second, and that's the only time I ever had a problem with it. Once the stage started, there were never any texture pop-in problems for me. So I've read people saying that it takes 10 seconds, like a stage will start, and 10 seconds later the textures will load. I never saw that either. So if I saw things like that, I would have said it was unpolished. But for what I saw, you know, the, the aiming system was spot on, the camera was spot on, 
I never had texture pop-in problems. So I mean, that's why I said it was a polished game. It never crashed on me. I mean, even polished PC games, you know, it's part of PC gaming. They're going to crash every now and then. I've played Alpha Protocol once and about a third of the way through a second playthrough. It's never crashed. I've never got stuck in walls or stuck in anything, which also seems to happen fairly often in shooters that I play. You know, maybe an entire playthrough, you'll get stuck in a wall once. So that's why I called it polished. And some of these other reviews, you know, even if they disagree with me, I can see where they're coming from. But a major problem I have, and I wrote about it a little bit in the forum, is so I played, uh, I, play, I started Red Dead Redemption. Then my brother came in town, and he and I played Army of Two the 40th day together. And then Alpha Protocol came, and then I went back to Red Dead Redemption. So I played three shooters in the span of a week and beat two of them. I would say of the three, I thought that uh, Red Dead Redemption was by far the buggiest, glitchiest, spotty combat. The developers had to put in auto aim, so all you have to do is push the aim button, and it lines up on the guy's chest. If it have didn't you, have that, have you I not don't played three sixty shooters? Yeah, I played a lot. Of That's kind of how I'm they work. Example, <laughs> huh? They have auto aim. That's what they do nowadays. Wait, Gears of War didn't have auto aim. Uh, Army I, didn't, didn't, have I didn't play aim. that. I don't know. Hayes didn't have auto. I thought aim. Halo had auto aim. Very slight, so you don't notice. Slight. Oh. I didn't play Halo Three. Yeah. I played Halo One and Halo Two. See, I love the auto aim in Red Dead Redemption because trying to actually do it with the cursor would be infuriating. Exactly, and I think that's a flaw. You know that they have to put in auto aim because their combat is so glitchy and messed up that if you try to aim yourself, you'd miss. I no, mean, you'd just be dead by the time you lined up the shot. I think Red Dead Redemption looks beautiful, but a lot of times I can't see the people I'm shooting at. I thought maybe the gamma was off my TV, but people are kind of brown and black, and yeah, the background no, is brown, brown and black. Right, so You're I'll be shooting, I, have no, I can't see who's shooting at me. So all I do is hit aim, it snaps to their chest, I pull the trigger and they're dead. How is that good combat? Well, it doesn't matter, it's a different game, we'll talk about that game later. Okay, so. but, well, well, the point I'm getting at is I think the other reviewers who have complained about this game... I'm not big into the conspiracy theory of inflated scores because they're paid to give inflated scores, but I do think reviewers change their tone depending on the company. And I think it's for the company, but it's also for the readers. You know, like, like when Adrian tore apart Star Ocean 4, Tri's fans got angry because you're supposed to be nice to Tri's you know, games. I, I think you know, well, yeah, I, I, well, let me finish. I think that's a problem with this. Obsidian is a company reviewers are allowed to tear apart. And I read lots of reviews that just had snarky, sarcastic comments in them that weren't they really didn't have anything to do with whether or not you should enjoy the game. It was more like they put in comments because they wanted to be snarky. And you can't do that against Rockstar Games. You know, if I were to review Red Dead Redemption for RP Gamer, I mean, final score aside, I'm not even talking about scores. I mean, I would have torn it apart a lot more in the text because Red Dead Redemption, I've seen bugs, glitches, stuff that I can walk into and people just start shooting me and I don't know why. Okay. Places where you have to be at the right well, that's time. Cool. We'll this, is, that. this, is, this, is, this is ridiculous. You're, you're complaining about other reviews and saying it has nothing to do with the review this game i i, I don't it does I don't, it does is, to me because when i when i read a gamestop review that gives a 9.5 to red Dead redemption and completely ignores the bugs and then i read a gamestop well, review that gives alpha protocol a 6.5 and tears it apart for having glitchy combat when red Dead redemption was worse for having spotty go manny go let me finish i i have my rant prepared you know uh in alpha protocol, <laughs> you've already said see, it <laughs> no 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 no. <laughs> i'm still going in in alpha protocol i could see the people i was shooting at i didn't need auto aim to find you people mentioned this already i did not i never you said mentioned you could that you couldn't see people in red dead redemption i didn't say what i said about alpha protocol though okay. you're probably too busy bouncing to listen to me okay in, in alpha protocol i could always see the enemies i could always aim at them when i point the trigger i shot them and they fell over dead none of that happened in red dead redemption but are so there other aspects of the combat that people are complaining about 
how does the reviewer tear apart Alpha Protocol for all these things that are not bugs and then completely gloss over them for the Red Dead Redemption? Easy. I, think I can explain why, why right now. Well, let you're him allowed say to make it. fun of Obsidian, but you're not allowed to make fun of Rockstar. Okay, well, first of all, that's a baloney statement because people have been giving good reviews to Obsidian games for some time now. So I don't buy they that argument at all. Games. Yes, this yeah, and all of them have made. been great. So, Manny, what's your response? Well, number one is with the Red Dead thing is with the people accept a certain level of open world wonkiness. When a game is that open and that many things can happen, you expect some bugs. And same thing with Fallout 3, same thing with all these big games. Fallout 3 was buggy as hell too, but no one – I mean we accepted it and we sort of gave it the high score that it deserved anyway. When you have a world that that's open and that many things can happen at any time, there's that much random factors, there's going to be bugs. And that's, I think, we sort of accept with open-world games. And number two, I think the problem with Alpha Protocol and shooting... And the problem with Alpha Protocol... No, no, let him finish, Seventh. He's got a ramp prepared. Why is Alpha Protocol allowed to have smaller bugs blown out of proportion? I was about to tell you in a second. (laughs) Is that Alpha... The thing with Alpha Protocol is there's a... I think the biggest problem that a lot of reviewers have is the dissonance between how the game looks and how it's presented versus how it plays. Mm -hmm. People expect, like... Like you said, a third-person shooter, Gears of War style. I shoot it and aim at someone's head. I should be able to shoot them. Not I aim at someone's head, wait five seconds, let the cursor line up, and shoot. I mean a lot of the things that the people are experiencing is that the way it looks and the way it controls, it should feel like it should instant gratification shooter but it doesn't play that way it's different sort of like a lot of the criticisms that were levied at mass effect one it looks like a shooter it sort of it's a it everything about like it one. says shooter but it doesn't play like one and i think that's a, a lot of the problems that people are having with alpha protocol and that's so, why they're encountering all these bugs is because they're trying to play it but like obsidian only ever called it an rpg uh, I don't think no obsidian ever actually called it a they they've shied away from the rpg moniker quite a bit you don't see it attached in their marketing and how they're advertising it to people. Uh, on the case of the game, it says... Seventh, did you go to the RPG. press events? Seventh, did you go to the events that these people were at? On the case I did, of the It game. doesn't matter. They're not reviewing the case of the it game, Seventh. Protocol, were, the I've RPG. been to the previews for these things. I even went through and read, watched the damn G4 coverage okay. where they had let Alpha Protocol demonstrated on air. No, let me finish stuff. my statement, Glenn. <laughs> this game was you presented... You went to press releases and they said that it was, was a not the state. Gotcha. This game was presented, shown, and demonstrated as though it were a shooter. They don't show the RPG elements since they showed it first at E3 two, two E3s back. They completely backed off of those parts. We had questions about how much this was a shooter. We just asked them that in an interview on RP Gamer two weeks it, ago. Nobody how read. Much of a shooter is this? None of the people who reviewed know. these games read our interview, Seventh. <laughs> but that's why we asked them in interviews because we didn't know. We didn't know how much of a shooter it was. And my question for Manny is, if you think it promised it was a shooter, how come the case of the game says Alpha Protocol... It's not about promises. It's not about promises. It's about visual vocabulary. The expectation for this thing, through everything that's been shown off, is that it's going to be a shooter with RPG elements. They dropped the RPG ball. Nobody's been expecting this to be an RPG other than the fact that it was made by Obsidian. And that that it's the subtitle. Aside from the fact that it's it's the subtitle. It's interesting that you brought brought up the thing about the pistol because just in the game trailers review, they actually had some interesting – they said avoid the pistol like the plague. And they actually have like a video of the guys aiming at someone's head and missing continuously because they just turn the corner. They see the guy and they try shooting at his head, and the guy misses over and over and over again aiming directly at it. But I mean that's the problem is that dissonance between, all right, this looks like a shooter. I have a gun in my hand. I have a curse. I'm going to shoot immediately. But then – like you said, you have to. It's aimed and geared completely differently. It's aimed and geared like a RPG. So, so the we guy, still have the fact that this think, worked. For, I think there's for, a difference here in that it's not a third-person shooter in the same way that Gears is a third-person shooter. 
it's it's I mean it's a spy game. I mean I'm pretty sure Deus Ex also rewarded you for holding a cursor over people. It's not a spray and pray game. I know I mean I can't remember now. It's been a while. I've played games before where you have to line up a reticule and hold it. You know, I mean, it's a, it's not a sprint down the hallway, pull out your pistol and shoot people. You're right, you'll miss. Yeah. But so, I mean, I think that's a different kind of game. Seventh, what is fun about this game? Uh, <laughs> uh the pacing. Ooh, is hear great. the hesitation there. <laughs> no, just it's a change of mindset. Uh, the, I thought the pacing was great. And again, this kind of goes down to the, the problems people are having with it. I mean, it's a, it's like a spy movie. Okay. You know, you don't you don't sprint down a hallway, dual wielding pistols, shooting people, and they all die. You know, it's really? not because those are my favorite spy movies. <laughs> I'm talking more like a regular shooter. It's it's more of a stealth game. You know, it's about it's about hiding behind things, and then um, but it I'm not reading this right. It has it has a quick feel to it. You know, it's one of the you know that's interesting had, though. Is even the slower ones like a Metal Gear. You can pop around the corner and shoot really quickly and hit people where they need to be hit. I feel like you have to watch more. But that was I haven't played uh, Metal Gear Solid Four or Three, uh, but I, I played one or two. And a problem I had with them is that I thought they were really slow. But doesn't Metal Gear have auto aim? At times, remember. yeah, too. You yeah. Just lock onto a target and just yeah, boom, you just boom, lock boom. in, and that that yeah, so it's different structure. But, but I, I like that Alpha Protocol made me aim. Sorry, <laughs> like you have yeah. you can't just you know tap a button and shoot. I as I just said earlier, I think that's a flaw in Red Dead Redemption. Well, you find it to be to you find the combat mechanic to be fun, right? Yeah, and yeah. that and that that seems to be the basic difference here is not only do people seem to have gone into this as like oh this is gonna be like an RPG but also like a shooter. I just got off of Mass Effect two. They did a good job of blending the two, and I can feel the elements of both. This is maybe they'll be like that or something. Let's see what we've got here. Oh man, the shooter elements are really different than what I expect, well, and I we'll don't like when, them. We'll so, see when more normal people play it. But one thing I haven't seen yet in the reviewers complaining is I haven't seen a good game comparison to a game that's like Alpha Protocol and does it better. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you want to complain about Alpha Protocol's AI, the well, problem with you know Gears of War, all they do is run at you and shoot. You could and also make a fundamental argument. Out, all they do is run at you and shoot. You could make a fundamental argument that this is a bad combo, and maybe that's what they're saying—that you can't do this better, and that it's just they should abort this this style of doing it. But I, I haven't seen when people are talking about this having bad AI. I haven't seen yet an example of a game with good AI. So I see reviews where they say wait, the wait, AI wait, is wait, bad. Wait, 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 wait. When are we talking about AI now? No, we aren't. I'm saying, I'm saying other I did, reviews. Well, you just pulled that out of nowhere. I don't. I don't. What's What's up with the AI in this game? What's weird about it? Oh, well, I thought the AI was great. I thought okay. you kind of you have to put some ranks into into stealth and stuff for it to work right. But I mean, I thought the AI did a good job of. Uh, it was realistic in terms of when they could spot you or not. In the second playthrough, I'm playing heavy armor, and they can hear like I was crawling, like trying to sneak, and they could hear me coming from about 20 yards away. Whereas in the first game, in stealth armor. I could sneak right up to someone and slit his throat, and he would never hear me coming if I came from the side or behind. So I thought the AI did a good job. And the same with, with the way they use cover, the way they're aiming. Just overall, as a, as a shooter, I mean, one of the things uh, – I mean, I actually agree with the one-up review quite a bit, even though we, we didn't necessarily agree on every point. But one of the things he said was it's just a very standard shooter. And I think that's about the worst you can say about it. It is a very standard shooter. But I thought the AI and the stealth mechanics were what made it fun, and I liked the fast speed of the game because I've always felt like Metal Gear Solid was too slow, and I've always felt like the like the best example I can think that I haven't seen people make is like the Tom Clancy games, like Rainbow Six and Ghost Recon. That's a pretty similar style of game. If you want to compare Alpha Protocol to something rather than comparing it to Gears of War I th- or Halo, you should be comparing it to more of a tactical game like like Metal Gear Solid or like um. 
you know, or like Ghost Recon. And I personally think that the AI in Alpha Protocol behaves better and more realistically than it did in Rainbow Six and Ghost Recon, which I always felt like had spotty AI. So I, what I want to know and why I brought up AI is, you know, once more people play it, we'll see more opinions. I just want to see what other people are comparing this to. You know, if you're going to say the AI is bad, show me a similar game where it's good. If you want to say the combat's bad, don't whine because why, you have Wait, to wait, aim. wait. Why do you need to show another example just to say that something's bad? Well, I think it's relative. Clearly, you have it, an idea of what's good, right? No, it doesn't matter if it was done well in another game or not. But Maybe it sucks in all the games, and you're still no, unsatisfied with it. No, it's also it's a base it. opinion of mine that I think it's good, and I say it's good, and I can say why, and uh-huh. I haven't seen good evidence. But one thing the one-up guy mentioned was that he saw people running around in circles instead of shooting at you. That's a great example, but I never saw yeah. that in my game. Yeah. I never had a time where enemies were running around in circles ignoring me. I never you know, I think had our time. biggest. I was just saying, I think yeah, the man. biggest flaw in our conversation here, the whole conversation, was that we started off with comparing our review to someone else's. Yeah. We usually just been like, Glenn, why do you like this? Yep. I agree. Well, that's, that's fair, though, because that's something um, you know, Michael and I were talking about and people were talking about in the forums. So I think you, know, you can read the review and see what Glenn thinks. I'd rather, I'd rather argue with, with other people. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, I, I guess to continue, despite what Manny just said, in the GameStop <laughs> review, they complained about the visual effects. <laughs> I don't but care what they say. Stop, I, I don't know GameStop review. They, yeah, I don't care about Sorry, the GameStop review. I don't care about the GameSpot <laughs> review either. All the good people left that site. But so. they, I know, seriously. <laughs> what does Giant Bomb think? <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> they complained about the visual effects when you use skills, but Red Dead Redemption has Deadeye, which has a very similar visual effect when you go into Deadeye mode. Yeah, but, but you I don't go into I, it that much because it's kind of useless. I do it sometimes when I'm when I'm screwed. If three yeah. people are shooting at me at once, and I know I can't get I'm them all. I'm just saying I don't find it getting in the way of the game because it just doesn't come up that often. <laughs> so you know, if if you complain that the screen goes orange when you use a skill in Alpha Protocol, why are you not complaining the screen goes red when you do it in Red Dead Redemption? Maybe they don't like orange. So, so that that <laughs> so that yeah, that's my well, you're still I mean, coming I'll, at this hey, from but, the assumption that this play, these people played both games and like the other one, which is not actually true necessarily. It's a major disconnect, though. Yeah. And, you know, as, as you're talking about, I, I don't read mainstream review sites anymore. I stopped mm-hmm. years ago partly because I had gotten to the problem where I was reading the reviews. And, like, no. you know, I'm reading them to decide if I want to buy the game or yeah. not. Let, let, let's drop this. I, I, don't like, I don't like this comparison to other people. You, know, you need to let your thing stand on its own. So let's, let's – uh, is there anything yeah, well, good can, you want to talk, talk about, about the RPGs. game that we should move on to? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I did like uh, – like I said, talking about it. I was trying to say earlier about it being like a good spy flick. The conversations and the pacing of the game is quick, even outside of combat. Like, the, there's no. I mean, it's nice to play a game like Mass Effect where people ramble about their feelings. But one of the things I like to offer for Protocol is it's very, it's very businesslike. I mean, it's more like you know, they were trying to say they're inspired by a Bond movie or or Born or by the TV show Twenty Four. You know, conversations have a really quick like we need to get information and then we need to get Ooh. out of here. Feel and you can inf- impact the plot a lot with how you respond in conversations, right? Yeah, what I'm finding in the second playthrough is it's not quite as much as they made it sound. Oh. Again, some other reviews that had time to play it twice went into this more. I avoided it in my review. But you can you influence the conversations completely. So people respond to your mannerisms. You know, if you're a jerk uh, – well, I don't want to go into spoilers because it's kind of funny seeing this stuff happen. But if you're a jerk, people will react completely differently to you. Uh-huh. And actually, the dialogue's a lot funnier if, if you're uh, if you're a jerk to everyone. Oh, okay. You know, if, if you have like an angry, sarcastic tone and – uh, put people in their place all the time, and you know people are trying to be friendly with you, and you pretty much tell them to screw off. 
the way they react, that, that dialogue's really funny. Mm -hmm. That's what you can manipulate. And you can manipulate if people like you or not. And that has impact on but things later. You can later. choose if people live or die, can't you? I thought you had yeah. very big choices. Yeah. You can choose to kill – like uh, most characters in the game you have cornered, you can choose to execute them or spare them. Or maybe you can grill them for intel. So – you know, it's very spy-based, so it's very important to gather intelligence and you get information on the area. So maybe if you kill them, they can't give you information. It, it, maybe if you, you know, question them for a while first, you know, maybe they'll give you information, but maybe they'll attack you anyway. I mean, sometimes you don't really know in the game if killing someone is a, you know, if you're going to have to fight them as a boss battle or not. So you can, you know, if you're going to have to fight them anyway, it's probably better to talk to them for a while and get intel and then they're going to fight you. But if you try to fight them right off the bat, you kind of you'd miss out on that intel. So then there, there are other times where there are times where it's better to talk, and there are times where it's better to kill. Again, I just don't want to go into details why I'm being vague. But you get a lot of, and there are also stages where you can choose to let people die. Like there'll be mm -hmm. stages where you can either, you know, you don't have much time. Something bad's about to happen. You can either run to the computer systems and hack them and get information, or go save one of your allies. So you, there are a lot of choices like that, and you do have a big effect on whether or not people live or die. So I, I liked – I do think you know even with the complaints and even with some of what I've heard that's negative, it does seem like people experience the same thing I did where it really pulls you in. I, you know, I wrote two paragraphs about the flaws in the game. I never said it was perfect. Right. But you know, from my experience, I did think it was polished. I liked that it was a spy game with a fast pace because, again, that's, I've had that problem with other spy games. You know, in a sense, it's pretty similar to Deus Ex. Deus Ex also had a pretty quick pace and was a shooter and a spy game ish yeah. it's you know that's really the only other thing in terms of gameplay i can compare it to and uh you know i personally didn't have any issue with the ai or the combat and you know i'd it'd be i'm definitely interested to see if other, i mean if people are allowed to dislike games that they dislike them people are allowed to disagree with me but i felt like the overall snarky tone i've seen has been something that you can do toward obsidian and you can't do toward rockstar mm -hmm. so uh, i think that if people are trying to use reviews to decide if they want the game or not I just think there are a lot of reviews out there that are going to confuse more than they help. Cool beans. And if nothing else, even if, if every major plot event is scripted and you really don't have the effect on it that it kind of seems like you do, it gives you the feeling that it does. Like in my first playthrough, I felt like a lot of the stuff that happened that wasn't directly me shooting people, I felt like it happened because of the things I did. And now I'm playing a second playthrough and I'm doing stuff differently and I'm seeing that the same things are happening. So it, it seems like most of the plot is is set, but how you arrive there and the way people talk to you to get there changes completely based on the way you act. All right. So you're going to recommend people go out and pick this one up, right? If you, I mean, it's a, a flawed shooter. I mean, we're talking to an RPG audience. If you, if you're well, used yeah, to but you say it's not a very good shooter, no. so it must be good at other things, right? But what you're doing, if you don't like shooters, you're not going to like Alpha Protocol. Oh. You know, but I mean, if there are you do like who... shooters, you're not going to like Alpha Protocol either. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, see, that, that's why I was with other reviewers. It's the only people I have to argue with. Yeah. Is I, I, don't, I don't agree with those points. Right. I've played a lot of third-person shooters, and uh, I don't see, you know... Like I said, that was making the point that Red Dead Redemption, Army of Two, 40th Day, and Alpha Protocol, I all played in the same week. And I thought of the three, Alpha Protocol had the best uh, combat system. Not that you know, Army of Two, 40th Day is the pinnacle of shooter combat, but I thought it was much tighter in Alpha Protocol than it was in Army of Two. And then that's my question too: is what are you comparing it to? You know, when reviewers say that combat's spotty, but it's better than Army of Two, but Army of Two seemed to get mostly higher scores and no, more. No, actually, combat. people are considering that game kind of crap. 
Yeah, but I got in the seven-ish range, eight-ish range. Seven versus six, it's it's baloney. No, nobody notices no, no, a difference. It's all below eight. It's skill. irrelevant. That's a big difference. No, it isn't. It isn't. Top. Not in game rankings. It doesn't mean anything to people. Seven, six, it's all crap. It's got to be at least an eight before I look at it. And, and if it's not a nine because I got too many games to play, I'm not going to buy it. spend your time reading it. a review in Armia 2 and see if it disses the combat more than Alpha Protocol reviews have been dissing their combat. You're right. I mean, number is just an example. I think you're way I, too worried about how other people are reviewing this game. I mean, it's either fun or it isn't. But it bothers I, me when reviews are inaccurate. You act like I'm reacting like I'm taking it personally. I'm not. You're, just, you're acting like there's an absolute out. scale and an absolute way to critique this game, and there absolutely is not. Have you, but you haven't read reviews, obviously. I think you're speaking ignorantly. No, I'm I mean, speaking the fact are, that this is a subjective genre, and you can't no, just what, put an objective review out there. No, what bothers me is reviews are disagreeing with each other completely about objective things, not just disagreeing with me. No, I, mean, but, I read a review that complimented the, thing, the no, visuals. No, no, no. I read you're, a review that dissed them. You, I mean, I've read very different wrong yeah, things you, about this game. You've read different so things that, like that's what the targeting me. was uh, – Was I didn't like the targeting, or I did like the targeting. I didn't like the, the way the, the, the shooting mechanics worked. I did like the way the shooting mechanics worked. You're varying on those points too, and you can't. Those aren't Wait, objective. You're arguing me with something you haven't read. Yeah. So you're just. So are you, you counter? Know, are you saying arguing. that's not what you said? I'm saying you can't call something spotty just because you didn't like it. I'm sorry. And then take Red Dead Redemption, which is spotty, and say I liked it, therefore nine point five. That, that's you know, spotty. a lot of those bugs in Red Dead Redemption, to be fair, don't appear until much later in the game. Yeah, I, I I guess I don't understand because it either ruins the game or it doesn't or it doesn't. I mean, I know Red Dead has an inflated score because it's from Rockstar. That's that goes without saying, but it's not inflated by four points. I think the tone of reviews for the uh, for Red Dead Redemption was inflated too, and I think the tone of reviews for Alpha Protocol is deflated because they can do that. Hmm. You know, like I said, one of the reviews I read said that if you you know if you're running on the hole with a pistol, you're going to miss. But if I see, I guess the difference is I thought it felt realistic. If I'm sprinting down a, I thought you know it tries more to be real gameplay than spray and pray or run and gun. You know, games that let you sprint down a corridor while accurately shooting shotguns at someone twenty yards away is a little silly. I I guess that that's a point of contention for me is that Alpha Protocol can't be the combat system can't be compared to games like that, like Halo and Gears of War, because that's not what it's going for. It's going for more of a Ghost Recon feel, where you're you know you're sneaking and you're aiming, and it tries to be more real world. And if you're sprinting and shooting, you're going to miss because of the life that you're sprinting. uh, We need to move on because of the time of of the podcast was going too long. (laughs) We we really do. Um, No, 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 we're done. Curious what Manny has to say. Because I was just saying, all like, I know is that this game takes a lot of explaining. That's all. <laughs> Apparently, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it does. I think there's a certain ignorance. Guys are making me repeat myself because I'm talking about a game you haven't played and you haven't read reviews oh. for, but you want to tell me I'm wrong. So I'm repeating myself a lot. Actually, and we never said you're wrong, but you made some statements that I don't think are tenable, regardless of whether or not you have evidence to support them right. or not. I'm not wrong. I'm just not tenable. <laughs> Way to use a synonym. So, I know. My pick of the week is. <laughs> <laughs> My well, goodness. we have to move on because this is only going to be re- resolved by people actually playing the game and who've played the game having the argument. And I obviously, trying, none of us has. You go back so. to Mass Effect. Personally, I like Mass Effect Two more in every way. I like Mass Effect Two's combat more. What does that have to do with I anything? Like, I like the RPG elements more. So I don't think uh, Alpha Protocol is quite as good as that. But yeah, I mean, if you, if you can stomach a shooter battle system, oh. I think people should. I think people will enjoy it, and I think they should try it. Yes. Yes. Phil, what's your pick of the week? 
My pick of the week is <laughs> is 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 Glenn defending his review. <laughs> Best thing which, happened which, all week. Which, apparently. which I'm defending which started off didn't. Which I'm started off with him saying, "Who didn't read which, it? Do you know how hard which, that is?" Which well, you started can keep bringing off, that up, but you know, it doesn't which started off with him saying that he doesn't really feel the need to defend anything, and then went off for the next thirty minutes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I don't need to defend myself. Blah 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 defense, blah. Defense, blah, defense, blah, defense. You felt, you do sound very insecure about your review, Glenn. <laughs> I don't. I think what it <laughs> is is you're questioning things. You I, well, you're no, still no, to you are very yourself. concerned about how your review doesn't line up with everyone else's review. I think that goes without saying. I enjoy. I don't when think that that's true. I, know. I don't think that's true at well, all. You, you, I feel you sure have read a lot. Of, you sure have a lot of prepared material. You've got a lot of prepared material for not I being think, concerned yeah. about it. I mean, you have like a docket in front of you. The GameStop review in subparagraph four made this point, but that's obviously <laughs> not true. And if you contrast it with the Game Spy review, you'll obviously see. <laughs> I, no, I think I just had to repeat the points because you kept asking the same questions over and over, oh, so yeah. I just answered them the same over and over. I think I only had three or four. So, Michael, points. what's your pick of the week? Oh, God. <laughs> It's like a spiral. We keep on going it is, around. It is like a spiral. I know, because Chris always asks the same question. Wait, I do I not think. ask the same question. I don't like so Michael, people so tell me how I feel like, about something, and I know it's not how uh, I feel. So just talk over them. Just talk over them. I'm it's trying, okay. But they talk a lot, and it's hard to actually say anything. <laughs> Besides, all I really have is Dissidia. That's all I really played this week. Did you just start so, it this week? No, I started it last week. Because my PSP was broken and you missed the huge story because you don't listen to the podcast you're not on. This is true. I don't listen to any podcast I'm not on now. Yeah. So, yeah, I've just been continuing to play the city. I started Cecil's story, having fun with it. Um, I'm kind of disappointed that, like, you have to keep playing the same story again to get more of the same items. So I'm thinking I'm supposed to do that later. So I'm ignoring it for now. I don't know. If someone knows more about the city, that would be cool. Um... I kind of want to do more Monster Hunter, but I keep oh, my TV. Oh, Noodle has a question for you, Michael. Was Titus hot, and did you lick his face? Why don't you ask Seventh that question? He's the gay guy. No, no. Titus, not hot. Not, as hot. not hot. All right. That is kind of the problem I've noticed about Dissidia. There's just not enough hot women on the good team. It's true. It's not me from playing the game. It's just, just not enough hot women. I can't play this. Well, the, the bad team has hot women, but, you know, whatever. Makes you right. sad. <laughs> Did you have anything else that was your pick this week, Mike? Or that was uh, no, like I said, I kind of want to get more into Monster Hunter Tribe. I've just been kind of busy. Yeah, we tried to get you on last night, and you wouldn't join. I was sleepy. You were sleepy. You're always sleepy. Wake up, up. Get like... a ball. Get a, get a blue ball. Bounce on that. Get an like energy a... ball. That's what I'm using. I'm using a bouncing ball. To stay. Yeah, that's, how, that's how I can keep up with him and, and say stupid things that he can't that we don't agree on yeah. that you say four times because i don't first... say them four times i i i confound you to i defy you I'm to listen to this podcast afterwards yeah. i'm gonna you list it sum you up list it out your 35 right. argument in at Two least words. five minutes you're not you gonna listen to it. it i asked you to listen to a podcast four weeks ago you still haven't listened to it i don't listen to podcasts no you don't listen to, you know <laughs> Even the ones you weren't on. <laughs> Even the ones I am on, I don't listen to. Yeah, why would I want to hear my voice again? Exactly. Blah, 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 blah. The last blah, time blah, I listened blah. to a podcast is so I could download the uh, Team Rocket thing and show it to Aaron. That's right. Because <laughs> that was the awesomest thing. That's all I got. Move on. All right, what have you been doing, Manny? Uh, not much. I uh, got some codes for 
Fat Princess on PS3 and Fat Princess PSP if anyone wants to play with me. Oh, neat. I have it on PS3. So that means I have it. Yeah, that one. It. Yep, game sharing okay. still works for that one. Hey, cool. Let's so all play Fat Princess one day. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. That'll be fun. Is that our next RP game? Uh, it must be. Seventh, no, did you give Seventh, did you play any? Did you have any picks or voids other than Alpha Protocol? Uh, no. Oh, Red Dead Redemption is good too. Uh, mm-hmm. so I guess my picks would be Red Dead Redemption and Alpha Protocol. All right. All I played As this for week. Mrs. None. Yeah. All I played this week was uh, Red Dead Redemption and a little bit of Monster Hunter Try last night. And Red Dead Redemption is definitely a pick. Um, there is no way in hell it is worth ninety-five percent, but you know that's fine. Um, yeah, that game was a touch overhyped for me. I, I guess I. I to be yeah, fair, you guys I'm not wasn't a, like Cowboys. I like the Cowboys. No, I, I enjoy I the game, setting. but it is it's not the, a ninety-five percent. Yeah, game. the no. gameplay let me down a little. I'm not a big fan of the GTA games. Like we said earlier, yeah. when I played uh, Vice City, I had a lot more fun listening to the radio than actually doing the quests. Yeah. So I haven't played a Rockstar game since. And I it, picked this up based on all the hype, and I do. I love the setting. It's just the gameplay still. The the game know, gets a really lot out of the setting, and you know, there's things that get repetitive at, that you have to do over and over that are just kind of pointless. Yeah, uh, I mean, what it comes down to is you're either riding a horse, or, you know, or shooting people, and shooting people is auto aim. So it's kind of you're or you're hey, shooting that's people. That's not true, from man. The horse. It's kind of. Me and Chris, you should join us for some multiplayer. Me and um, Chris were having fun. We were defending okay. a Mexican hideout. Yeah. And we were just blowing people with cannons up all over again. Yeah, you don't even have to aim. So they they, <laughs> add, uh, they put all the gameplay <laughs> mechanics in multiplayer only? Or do you get to eventually fire a cannon in the single-player campaign? I can only hope so. You can you can definitely fire a Gatling gun in the single-player campaign. So, oh, dude, it was I, awesome. Our posse I, took over this, like, Mexican fort. We had machine guns and cannons. We were just blowing yeah. up Mexican police. We had guys trying to take our fort. We were killing everybody. It was and here's what's interesting about the auto-aim in multiplayer is um, if you're casual, you can only auto-aim against other people who are casual. Um, if you're normal, you can auto-aim against people who are normal and casual. If you are expert, well, you have no auto-aim, and nobody can auto-aim against you. So that's kind of interesting how that works. Um, so they got some balanced features in there. I don't think it works out that well, but you know it works. Uh, the multiplayer is fun enough, but it's going to get old. I mean, don't you think, Manny? How many times you can take over that pl- that fort and you know and before it you're, depends. Like, done I think with you that. need some good coordination. If you have like a like a team of a couple of friends to go yeah, mess around, that's it's fun. like every then, game. You can say that. It's like if you guys make your own fun. <laughs> Well, what's wrong with that? It's, a, it's an open world game. But the thing that is just like mainly you take over the fort and you hang out until like Glenn signs. Then once Glenn gets in there, we all go do some like, capture the bag, some sure. team death match. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, that kind of stuff. I'm finding that I'm, I, what I like most about the game is the narrative, honestly. I'm, I'm enjoying doing the missions and being part of the story and, and doing that stuff. That's, you know, that's, that's what I like about most games. So Say what? It has great. It has great voice acting too. Yeah, it does. Yeah. You know, I, I was. You know, I'm a little scared when it, you know it's going to be like a cowboy with a, that slightly raspy accent. That's either going to be like come across as either really grating or really gay. But he pulls it off well. The voice acting in the game is very good. Hey, you'll get some. You'll get some more stereotypes later. So don't worry. It'll be fun. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I can't even guess because the way the missions are structured. But I would guess I'm about halfway through the game. Maybe a little more than that. Okay. Uh. It should be okay. Yeah, how do I phrase? Even it? the guy All that right. stuttered sounded realistic because I've known people with bad stutters. And he oh, then you then the you've thing. met the people who've got the yeah. terrible stereotypes. Yeah, yeah. I've met, <laughs> I've, I've met, <laughs> I was I'm pretty. I'm, I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty far into it. But yeah, even even the more kooky people, I thought the voice acting was believable. So that was nice. Yep. All right. Hmm. 
Uh, I don't I don't want to dwell on it too long just because we're over time and it's not an RPG, but I, I definitely recommend it. Um, and I think that's it, right? Me. Oh, yeah, I was kind of joking about the whole you. seventh. Yeah, I was joking about the whole seventh thing. It's not really my pick. Because you didn't have a pick. I have a pick. <laughs> I pick. Oh, all right. I, I sometimes I all right. Give us a good one to go out on then, Phil. The pick isn't me. You know? Now I'm insulted. No, I, I actually got two picks. I'll make them fast. Um, the one that I mentioned actually earlier on the deals of the week, uh, Street Fighter came in Super Street Fighter Four, and I've been having a blast playing through the characters on Ooh, that. So. I picked that up. We need to play. Did yeah, you I mean, what you system did. did you get I had that on? too. And that. yeah, and so it was thirty bucks on Amazon. I got the ten dollar gift certificate, which I'll use on. I forget what's coming out soon. Um, so, and I've been online playing it, and it, yeah, it's it's really fast. It's really tight, and 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 what's really cool is that since I haven't played a Street Fighter game in I don't know fifteen years, um, that I can still play because most of the characters' moves, such as Chun Li and stuff like that, are pretty much the same i just had to pause it a couple of times to look up their alpha moves or whatever they're called their finishing moves or whatnot but um i've been having a lot of fun with that and i'm really impressed with the the action the way the camera moves when they pull off the special moves and you know when they finish a fight and whatnot it's really over the top did really you well not done. play the first street fighter 4 you know i actually played it a tiny bit um because i had a copy of it but mm. um i would I, at the time i didn't have a whole lot of hard drive space on my playstation so i didn't do the install and the loading times just kind of killed it for me oh, okay. it. now that i have a, a nice 500 gig hard drive sitting on my playstation yep. um, I, I did the full install and it makes such a huge huge difference so yeah definitely this is definitely one of those games where you want to go for the extra install it's in the options menu if you if some of y'all haven't seen it um, but it makes a huge difference in the loading speeds i, I always do that out of habit now it also makes the 360 not louder than my refrigerator <laughs> i do the same thing my second my my second pick is actually a, a dvd a dvd uh, green lantern first flight uh, it's i i you know i'm a comic fan everybody who knows me it's in my signature i do comics all the time and this is actually one of those uh, there's a lot of comic book directed dvd type of things especially with in the dc universe with with superman i think i like five of those now but uh-huh. um, this is one that was really really good it's 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 longer than normal it's actually a full 90 minutes most of these things only clock in around 60 65 minutes and but the story is really really good i never really big into the green lantern mythos but after seeing this movie um it's very very interesting it goes into what the green lantern core core is and how uh, how jordan gets involved with it and his part that he plays in saving them and for a you know for what basically is the equivalent of a saturday morning cartoon with a with a little extra violence and whatnot um it's actually very well done and something that uh, older people can uh, watch and enjoy and whatnot especially if you're playing your ds at the same time so so that's it that's my two that's my two picks do you want me to do and, you know, we could pick yeah. Yeah. next time picking columbo yeah give the, give yeah. some people some uh some, what, Columbo? <laughs> I love Columbo, man. It is time for Deals of the Week. Week. Oh, what? I thought we were done. No, we're not. Um, War- <laughs> Warhammer Dawn of War 2, which is kind of an RTS RPG hybrid, is on sale this weekend on Steam, 50% off, or you can uh, – and I it, Normally, it's 30 bucks for the game and 30 bucks for the expansion. Each one's 50% off, or you can actually get both of them for a total of about 20 bucks, which is like 66% off or something. So definitely something fun to go and grab if you haven't tried that one out yet. It's it's very interesting take on the RTS and more of that blending that we see in a lot of games where they're kind of taking these genres and smashing them together. 
And over on Amazon.com, they're having uh, an NCSoft uh, type of deal where they're taking 50% off of most of – or 40 50% off of most of NCSoft games, which would include Guild Wars Trilogy going from 40 to 20 bucks. Ooh. City of Heroes is, uh, is also down to like 10 bucks or something like that. Um, and that was actually it. That was all I was able to find today. As far as RPGs is goes, Spectral Force isn't an RPG, is it? Spectral Force Genesis? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. We cover that. Oh, okay, we covered. Okay, uh, that one's uh, that one's uh, you can pre-buy that on Amazon or pre-serve it or reserve it or reserve it for twenty bucks. So ten bucks off. Is that going to be a good game? Does anybody know anything about that? I, I don't know. I think Niku. I think uh, Niku's reviewing it. I think he's been reviewing it for three months. <laughs> Actually, I thought we already had a review for that, but I guess not. Hmm. But no, I don't know anything about it. I played a few of the Spectral Force or games or that kind of game, and uh, they tend to be a little rough, you know, Idea Factory titles. So I would, it's definitely a game I would not run out and buy without talking to someone who played it already. Hmm. And that's it. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for sticking with us this far. I know we went pretty long. I hope it was an interesting argument at least, but I, fe- I fear I will be... Um, doing the prep for the show next week and find that the uh, board commenters disagree. But you can leave your feedback. Let us know how, what you thought at board.rpgamer.com. Leave it in the message board thread inside the latest updates forum or you can e- email us at podcast at rpgamer.com. Get our, uh, we'll read your email right on the show like we did at the beginning. You can also leave us a voicemail at 608-729-4098. We'll play it right here on the show. You can also email that audio file. Just um, do a recording on your iPhone or something. Send it in uh, to podcast at rpgamer.com. MP3 or M4A, please. And also, always, always with the voice comments, try to stay uh, about a minute and a half or less. Uh, you you want to do a couple of questions, uh, split it up into a couple of calls. And uh, we'll, you know, that way it gives us the option of uh, picking what to play for you. Anyway, uh, thanks very much for contributing. We'd love to hear what you have to say. And if you just have a letter, you just want to leave a long, long voice message and just complain about the show and you don't want us to read on air, as always, you're free to do that. I always appreciate those. (laughs) Uh, Two quick little things. Uh, No, I don't. Facebook (laughs) slash Facebook.com slash RPGamer if you want to join our Facebook group. That's right. Facebook.com slash RPGamer. You can also follow us on Twitter at Twitter.com slash RPGamer and you can also... um, just go to the site at www.rpgamer.com and the podcast streams live every week um, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. You go to rpgamer.com slash live, and that's where you will find the show streaming live. We've also got a chat room you can join at irc.esper.net. Join the chat room, pound rpgamer. That's all the ways to keep in touch with us. Thanks for keeping up with us throughout the show. We're going to see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. If you're a hipster, Bye. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're not listening now.